Hello everyone and welcome back to Bill Belichick's The NFL preseason is in full swing. Coaches are complaining about unexplained rulings. Players are getting crippled and replaced. And uh, quarterback competitions are coming to a head. No Jimmy G on the show this week. As uh, his wife has him by the balls somewhere in uh, Ireland. Uh, So it's myself, Johnny Frash, G-Lo, Griff, and the return of uh, Fourth and Inches. So uh, without further ado, shall we uh, launch headfirst into the kick-off question? The quick-off question? Yes. Okay, let's. It's a a fairly brief one, but I, I was... A little bit upset to see Adrian Peterson is set to return to the NFL with the Washington Redskins following the season-ending injury to Darius Geis. Uh, is his return a symbol of the faith in his abilities or a symptom of a poor team grasping at straws? So I'll come in on this one straight away. So what other options were there in free agency? Well, this is my point. Why, why don't they have a, a ready-made stable of running backs that can step up? Why are they not happy with uh, Rob Kelly and Chris Thompson? Because they're rubbish. I mean, that, that's, that's the main reason. Okay, but last year, Adrian Peterson bounced from the Saints to the Cardinals and racked up about 40 yards. He had one he great game, though. He had one great game. Is, is he uh, capable of shouldering what this team needs? Bearing in mind, we discussed last week when covering the NFC, that they're not going to be very good. I think... Um he, he was obviously proven through the start of his career, wasn't he? You know, before he was beating little children. And that that's the thing, isn't it? So they, they go for someone with some sort of pedigree. And, you know, if you're signing these players off free agency and they can't get a job, then you're not paying $20 million a year for Adrian Peterson. You're probably paying about seven hundred and fifty grand or something silly, you know. Yeah, I didn't it's see not going to be very much. Was. It's going to be a couple of mil at most. So there is no risk there, is there? That's the that's the key. So yeah. you know, you take a complete unknown, and there is risk. And you know, with this kind of deal with a veteran, there is less risk inherently. So um, it's the same as any sport. You know, most people will pick a good quality veteran over a unproven and not highly fancied youngster. That's just it's a just sport. One year deal for one point naught one five million. So nothing. Agreed. And my, my point in my question is: Is he really going to produce more than Sammy G. P. Ryan, for instance, who actually flashed some good things last year and now looks like he'll be relegated further back behind a guy who isn't being developed for the future, whereas P. Ryan might have been a development for the future. I think. With what they've done, they bought in Alex Smith and you know, Cousins going, and Alex Smith isn't going to be a franchise quarterback for years and years to come. So I see this as a further sign of them. Okay, I don't think they're going to achieve much this year. You know, they, I'm a man who nailed his flag to the master of the Kansas City Chiefs last year. So, hey, I'm, I'm not a good person to ask. But I think this is a team that are trying to get a result now. And I don't think they've got the time to bring in somebody and train them up, whereas Peterson has historically been a very good running back. There was some games he was great last season, but it, was, it wasn't a pr- really that good a Cardinals and, team. And I'm not sure Thompson's that bad a player. No, that's my point. I so, like yeah. Chris Thompson. So, so I think if he's Thompson's a, fit, then it's not about Peterson, so is it? It's the, about options around Thompson. The debate with Peterson has always been, if he's, in, if he's on the field, it's a run play. He has 99 rushing touchdowns in his career and five receiving touchdowns. 
in all those years of playing. So you know if he's on the field, it's a run play uh, because he just doesn't catch the ball. Whereas Thompson can do both, but he's more of a catching uh, running back. And, and Rob Kelly is supposed to be the man leading the he's, line. He's a fumbling running back. Yes. Well, <laughs> and he's, uh, you know, he's not exactly been uh, what you would call a lead back. But I, do, I was just wondering, I, I happen to agree. I think it's because they think this is the year we really have to do something and then we start rebuilding. So they just might as well go at it this if year. If they think this is the year they've got to do something, then they haven't done enough. Um, that's a crazy way to look at stuff because, you know, they spent not- all their money on Alex Smith. And that, and he's not very good. And there's nobody around. But him, they're not so. rebuilding hey, this year, are they? Alex Smith is very good until week seventeen. He's very good at throwing the ball twelve yards, like we know, yeah. And he has been for a long time. And he can manage a game. And he's a better than average quarterback. But at the end of the day, this Redskins team is going absolutely nowhere. Um, this is a no risk. Um, you know, if you look at the risk re- reward for a million dollars, the reward, the payoff could be massive, and. You know, we looked a lot of the Saints last year with their two running backs on the field a lot of the time. So just because Peterson's on the field doesn't mean you can't have Thompson on the field at the same time. And therefore, it doesn't necessarily mean that the ball is going to Peterson. So I think, you know, it gives them some other options. It gives Alex Smith another person to hand the ball off to. You know, I don't I don't I don't think it's great. Um but Looking out there, you know, what's the alternative? Amir Abdullah or something? Eddie Lacey. But I think also, you've got to look at these players... Are Andre young, Ellington. If these players are younger than experienced, who better to learn from than Adrian Peterson? Now, now that I absolutely agree with. I just feel the best way to learn for a lot of them is reps in games. So it was just something that came up and I thought, I really wish Peterson had just retire so that I can remember him being really, really good. Because uh, if he has another year like last year, we're all going to go, yeah, do you remember Peterson? He was great until the last couple of years when he carried, you know, 1.1 yards a carry and it was dreadful. So, you know. I, he was three and a half yards per carry when the six games he played for the Cardinals. Yes, he was. And, yeah, as Paul says, the Cardinals last year were awful. Yeah. And it's a it's a team that's built around having David Johnson at running back, who's a catching back. Which, Dynamic back. Which Peterson isn't. So... It's, it, you know, it's all fair comment. I just wanted to know what it, everybody it's thought. It's just, just strange, though, wasn't it? Because initially, after the um, the injury, the Redskins said they weren't looking for any anybody, any other running backs, didn't they? Hence, and is it a symptom of they, a team that just, just isn't good enough? Oh yeah, I not think the rest of their I think, I think players that is good definitely a, a definitely a point. The Redskins yeah. are terrible, so yeah, that doesn't help. It's it's a band aid on a bullet wound. We'll get into it later in the show when we get to the AFC. I know, but the chance of both Gruden brothers going at sub five hundred this year? I'd put money on it. As would I. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Good. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, amongst other things, we'll be covering the AFC in our season preview, uh, and uh, of course, Gino's fantasy tips coming later. But um, let's quickly cover the first the the third week of a second week of preseason friendlies. Fixtures. Uh, Just pick a week, John. No, no, it's my fault. I is didn't it? change the script from last week. There's a script. Oh. There, there is a script. Well, not, but yeah, the running order. The, uh, the running yeah. order was not so, changed. Uh, my apologies. Fourth and inches. Do you want to run us through the uh, scores from the the friendlies? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Pats thirty-seven, Eagles twenty, Packers fifty-one, Steelers thirty-four. That's significant. <laughs> Lions seventeen, Giants thirty, Panthers twenty-seven, Dolphins twenty. Nobody cares. Redskins 15, Jets 13, 
Falcons 14, Chiefs 28. They're going to do it this year. <laughs> Browns 17, Bills 19. Browns lose. Saints 15, Cardinals 20. Vikings 10, Jags 14. Cowboys 13, Bengals 21. Titans 14, Bucks 30. Chargers 24, Seahawks 14. Rams 19, Raiders 15. Texans 16, 49ers 13. Broncos 23, Bears 24. Colts 19, Ravens 20. Anyone see anything of interest from that lot? Very little, but there were a few injuries and things to run through. Nick Foles got injured. The the Nick Foles shoulder injury injury is key because they're still saying, eh, he's going to be all right for week one. But we know what that means is he's probably not going to be all right for week one and they do not want to rush back potential MVP candidate Carson Wentz. Uh, Nate Sudfield is the number three and isn't very good. So, are we seeing a potential trade coming? Are the Eagles going to have to pick someone else up? Or are they just going to roll with it and hope they don't fall too many games behind? Yeah, I think they're going to have to stay as they are. They're spending, you know, Foles won't be on too much, but he's he's on a fair whack, I think. Um, Carson's obviously in his rookie contract, so he won't be costing too much yet, but they need to leave himself some cap space to try and build for the future, you know, so it's not just a two to three year spell so um, I think that they you know lots of teams have managed the first couple of games of the season you know this, the Saints last year were terrible for the first four games so and they still did very well in the season it's a lot of people injured at the start some people get them in the end I'd rather have them at the beginning than the end so I think you just manage the situation I think there's still time though because there's still teams that there are some half decent quarterbacks who could get released further down RG3 well, I said decent. I, re- I take that back straight away. But there's, th- there's going to be better players than Nate you Sudfield might, coming might, up. You might even find that um, what they try and do is put Nick Foles out there to get them ahead, and then they pull him off halfway through the game. <laughs> He'd like that. <laughs> <laughs> if RG3 is released by the Ravens, as we expect, and they're not sure about Nick Foles, I would snap up RG3 at the veteran minimum, which is like $630,000, and play him in the first three or four games over Nate Sudfield or anyone else because at least you know you've got a chance and the opposition are going to have to watch what he does it keeps you it might get get you to a one and three or two and two which as we saw with the Patriots when Jimmy G started two years ago that's enough you just keep up that that, that keeps you in the hunt so I wouldn't be surprised if they do something but I agree I think they're waiting to see who's released you know uh but time will tell um I was looking at uh, James Connor for the Steelers, who is basically benefiting from all the carries Le'Veon Bell isn't getting because he's not there. He looks really good. He's lost a load of weight, and he's breaking off massive runs. And, uh, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good insurance policy for Bell because last year when Bell had been holding out, the first three or four games, he was not very good because he hadn't been up to speed, played and things. So I would be surprised if you don't see James Conner in the early games. Also, Juju had a 71-yard touchdown reception. Off Mason Rudolph, wasn't it, as Off well? Off Mason Rudolph. That's his second big touchdown in two yeah. weeks, isn't Yes, it, it is. Uh, I, thought, I, I think that's worth noting, because he's a very significant player in that team this year, uh, just to take the pressure off Antonio Brown. Um uh, how did how did that uh, uh, luck do? What the fuck do? is that? How did luck do? He got sacked twice by I think Elvis Dumerville, 
Yeah. It was Elvis Doonville or Terrell Suggs. One of the two, anyway. I think it might be the Suggs, actually. Crushed him twice. And he bounced up and his arm was still attached. That's two weeks in a row he's been sacked. Yep. Two weeks in a row he's, he's still good. He looks tentative. He doesn't look confident yet. But that's what pre-season is for, I suppose. Uh, if they get 90% of Andrew Luck back, then it's a decent enough place to start from. It might take him to the end of the season before he's back to his old self. But this is a team that at least have a body you could put on the field and not feel too shamed in Jacoby Brissett. Probably the best backup in the league. I mean, he's no Tom Savage, but... No, he isn't that lucky. He's no Tom Savage. Um, yeah, I, I would like to think that Luck is going to, you know, be able to stay on the field long enough to improve back to where he was. Um, with the Bills, uh, their two-point win over the Browns came at the possible loss of McCarron, who, to be honest, has been struggling to be any good in the Bills training camps. He'd been relegated to third string anyway by Nate Peterman. By Nate Peterman. I reckon Nate Peterman has nude photos of the head coach. Because oh. <laughs> I can't see any other reason why he's so well regarded. Or employed. <laughs> yeah. I, I, would, uh, I would agree with you, but McCarron has broken his collarbone. It, it's not a serious fracture, but it delays or probably erodes any chance of him starting the season. And, and Allen looks quite good. Like, considering he was supposed to be the least ready of the five quarterbacks in the first round, he's putting up some good numbers and moving the ball. And you might well see him start the season. I, you cannot start Napier, surely. Well, I mean, it kind of puts a marker down for the season. I mean, to be fair, if you ask, you ask Jalen Ramsey, Allen's trash as well, isn't he? Uh, if you ask Jalen Ramsey, everybody's rubbish, aren't they? Apart from Blake Balls. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, Cousins went three of eight for 12 yards in his debut for the Vikings, and that was pretty much all he did. But there's a lot of players for the Vikings who didn't look the greatest. Latavius Murray had a stinker. Fumbled twice, losing one, six carries. It's going well. He doesn't want the job, evidently. Yeah, so Dalvin Cook's got a good chance of going. Uh, it's going to be excellent. Um... Well, I think you've got to touch on the uh, the Jets as well, haven't you? Because um, yes. they, they think that um, Darnold has uh, won that battle now, don't they? Yeah. So that's what they're that's what they're hearing that, that Darnold is looking like he is NFL ready and he is going to start week one. If, if he doesn't start week one by week three or four, he will be. We're going to cover that when we get to the AFC. But I've watched a lot of the preseason stuff because I'm really sad, um, and, and he doesn't look as good as Bridgewater. He just doesn't. So I think they're forcing it to basically say, this was our first round pick, he is the quarterback of the future, and he's doing enough. He may not be the best right now, but he's doing enough. Yeah, Bridgewater's um, quite high up on an expected trade list for the, for the uh, remainder of the sort of preseason. We'll, we'll cover it when we get to it. Um, with regards to your 49ers, uh, McKinnon is now not playing until at least week one. Yep. Calf injury. Uh, I don't think it makes any real difference. Yeah. I think they're doing the right thing. We knew that. We knew that last week. Yeah. Um, so that was the case. Um, and obviously, I think um, you know Jimmy G is being stretched. You know Shanahan. You know kind of came out and said, you know it's okay, but it needs to be better. You know from Jimmy G as well. So I think that's good. It's probably important for his development that he doesn't get too carried away with his winning start. And yeah, I actually think the best thing that can happen is week two or three, you lose. lose. Yeah. yeah, I think you just need to get that, that done. Um, and, and finally, um, for the Bucks, who we know are going to be without uh, Winston to start the season, they're now going to be without Charles Sims, who's been put on IR for the season with a knee injury, um, which is their third down 
back. He is the pass catcher. So it's another rock in the road for the Bucks. And this is a team that you think have got to get some good luck eventually. And they just don't seem to be able to do anything right. I know this is it's down to luck, yeah. but it doesn't go their way. Yeah, a lot of people saying a lot of good things about Ronald Jones, though, their new running back. So, mm. um, who they obviously but it, drafted. But he's not a pass catcher. He's not, but he, he is also very well regarded. Um, so, um, they've still got some positive things coming. Do they still have Peyton Barber? Yes, he will get the third down carries, you know, the catching plays. In, towards the tail of the last season, he looked decent. In 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 patches, he, yeah, well, he I looked think, a lot better than Doug Martin. I don't think he's explosive enough. But who's now at the Raiders? Obviously, oh, we're, we're getting to that. <laughs> no, don't, don't worry about that. Doug Martin. I think Raiders fans, both of you that are listening, might be in for a treat when we get there uh, today. Oh my god! But yeah, that was about it. From it was a fairly quiet preseason week, if yep. I'm honest. Um, but you know, it's nice to see everybody getting into the rhythm. Um, with regards to the intro, when I said coaches are complaining about some of the rulings. Mike Zimmer of the Vikings came out and said he can't understand the new helmet rule, why some of them are being called and some of them are not. And he sent footage to the NFL and requested clarification and didn't get it. There was a terror, it might have been the Vikings game, where it was just a textbook tackle. That got he, he took the quarterback Frank. down, didn't he? he? took the quarterback down, shoulder, you know, shoulder into the quarterback. His head was to the side of the player, nowhere near the helmet. It was never a helmet-to-helmet clash. And it still got called. Apparently, it was because as the player got up, he he used the helmet of the quarterback for leverage to push himself back up, and that counts as helmet contact, which you can't do. That's absolute I, bullshit. It, it's it's all bonkers, yeah. and I I think it's going to take weeks and weeks before we really understand what's going on. Um, did you see Belichick was interviewed and asked how he felt the new rule was being applied and what he was having to coach differently? And he said, "We've been coaching the way they now want to do it for years, and we don't." encourage contact with the helmet because if you're doing that you've got your eyes down and you can't see who you're tackling so he doesn't understand why everybody else is struggling with it so much and you think eh, this is why he's probably one step ahead a lot of the time if he's already doing something different but it was actually nice to hear him give an answer in an interview like he actually said this is what we do and why we do it and I don't know why everyone else is having a problem with it so you know it was good for him to at least say something for a change cool um, well it's uh Let's move on. And I think it's time to look at the uh, what the AFC will be offering uh, up this year as 16 teams try to make the final six spots in the postseason. So we've got our sheet of teams here. So AFC East. Pats, uh, obviously favourites, 13-3 and three last year. Uh, uh, it's worth remembering that they, they they lost the Super Bowl. I wrote it there for you so you could all have a big laugh. That's okay. That's that's cool. We were in the Super Bowl. We did lose horrendously. Of course, uh, yeah. First line, first round uh, O line pick is injured. Yes, uh, that is not an ideal start. Bearing in mind, we're trying to protect a forty-one-year-old man who can't run. Uh, he might have to, as uh, the receiving core is thinning. Yeah, so you've lost the win. Yes, we <laughs> yes we lost the win. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'd already released Jordan Matthews, Malcolm Mitchell, and now this week uh, we've released Kenny Britt. Of course. Which now, yeah, well... How did it take so long? I think they were waiting to see if he recovered from his thigh injury. He hasn't played at all in pre-season. But that leaves Philip Dorsett as the number three receiver. And he just he did nothing when he came to us from the Colts last year. Yeah. I, it is definitely thin. I know we get Edelman back a week five yeah something like that that's that's a long time apparently you're not interested in Des though are you 
No, I'm, I told You're you before. I'm that, glad about that. I don't think he's the right sort of player for us. But they must have some faith in the cr- the crop of young, mostly undrafted receivers we've got on the back end of the roster. Braxton, Berrios, and people like this that you've never heard of. And you wouldn't put it that past That sounds like them. some sort of syndrome you get diagnosed it, with. It doesn't, it? absolutely. But um, I've written here as well, Cordero Patterson from the Raiders and the Vikings. I think he's played up before. I think Belichick's going to try and work him in a wide receiver in a lot of plays where he may not have been involved in the other teams where he's mainly been a kick and punter. I think they are looking to him to replace the speed of Brandon Cooks from last year. Um, and I'm, I'm saying this guy gets six or more touchdowns this year because that I think they're going to force feed him the ball because there isn't anyone else. Yeah. It could, it could be really, really good. The run game as well, it still looks good. I know we let Lewis go to the Titans, but we drafted Sonny Michel in the first round, who they're holding out of preseason because of the knee concerns. But uh, Jeremy Hill has been surprisingly good after coming over and basically is beating uh, Mike Gillisley for the, the, the heavy duty I don't, work. I don't mean Hill's a bad player. No. No. I'm surprised that we wanted to bring him in when we got Gillisley and we didn't look, use him last yeah. year. That was the surprise. There must be something he saw there last year he wasn't quite happy with. But Clearly. You know, it's another... The only thing is, is... You know, how many times can one team cope with this much change? And, it, you know, if you look at it, so Brady, now 41. Yeah, drop-off will happen at some point. Must do. It, it's yeah. going to happen. It's happened to every other great player. There was yeah. comparison with Brett Favre, wasn't there? That Brett Favre had similar stats to Brady at age 40 and 41, just fell off the cliff. Yeah, and Peyton did the same thing, didn't he? It was awful. Yeah, I mean, year. Peyton just dropped in his last um, year. Exactly, it was just terrible. Um, and then, you know, you've lost Amendola, Lewis... Malcolm Butler's gone as well. Um, Brandon Cooks, like you said. Uh, Matt Patricia's gone as well. So every single year there is upheaval. And obviously they're great at managing that upheaval. But eventually must it's going to come to the end. Must I do. think the, the thing that the Patriots have on their side is they're probably in one of the weakest you know, overall divisions in the whole NFL. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the Jets well, you know, can't get themselves together. Of course. We'll come on to them, obviously. The Bills, you know, again, not made the playoffs apart from last year since 1995, was it? 1999. Or 99. The, the Dolphins, you know, again. another Who's excited about them? A dynasty from the 90s again. So, you know, there's nothing against the Patriots. So that allows them to get through the season kind of unharmed a lot of the time. And I think they... You know they're able to plan for the playoffs very early. I agree. There, there was two things that stood out. Um, firstly, there's no decent plan B for when Brady eventually gets caught and injured because we've still got Brian Hoyer, who we all love at this table, obviously. Yeah. But Brian Hoyer is still the uh, game manager, if you like, that they're going to bring in to run the plays if Brady isn't able to, and he will at some point get get caught out. He must do. And we, I was surprised he, we didn't pick up. He's Solder this year, hasn't he? Nate Solder, yeah, off, off the offensive line, who Wynn was supposed to replace, and now that isn't happening. Uh, and secondly, the, the thing we most needed to improve from last year was our pass rush, which was dreadful. It was dreadful in the Super Bowl. It was pretty bad all season. We brought in Adrian Claiborne from the Falcons, which is a really good place to start from, but I'm not sure it's enough when it was that bad. So... This team wasn't great last year and got to the Super Bowl. It's probably taken a step backwards this year. And like you say, the fact that they're in the weakest division in the AFC 
is probably their only way of getting into a guaranteed spot in the playoffs. In any other division, this is a team vying for a wild card. I think I think that's a fair comment. I don't think they're that good. I've, I think they're um, I think they're better than that. Yeah, but um, you know they've still got a lot of lot of very good pieces. But um, Do I, don't, think... I don't think they're the outright favourite at the start of this year anymore, which no. they have been for the last seven or eight years. Do we think the loss of Danny Amendola is bigger than it's being considered? Bearing in mind, you do because you love him. Yeah, I th- well, playoff Amendola. I mean, he was the the sure hands every time when we got there. So uh, I would, that concerns me a little bit, especially because he's gone to a divisional rival, and you just think that's going to bite you. That's definitely, definitely. I'm surprised Belichick let him go there. If he'd have gone to any of the other two teams in the division, yes. But as he's gone to the Dolphins, <laughs> no. Oh, I think that's fair. But, okay, so before we even get to the rest of the teams, we're all fairly content to say Patriots will top this, yeah, this def- particular. Definitely, yeah. And we're, we're looking at 11 wins, probably, in the season. 10, 11 wins. I think it'll potentially be similar to last year. I think 13 12, and 3 again. Maybe 12 and 4, 10, 11. They're playing, gonna, they play so many terrible teams. I'm going yeah. 11 and 5. I was going to say 11. 9. Ooh. Wow. 9? The so watch much NFL in the last 15 years? <laughs> hey, the Bills and Jets are on the upswing. They have to get there eventually. Why not this season? The who now? I, I think you're going <laughs> to... I think you might be about to get shot down in a blaze of terrible glory. <laughs> okay. um, hey, compared, compared... We were calling the Jets the dog shit Jets. Right, we'll, we'll come to we're, the we're, <laughs> The Bills were second in this division last year, 9-7. and seven. They backed into the playoffs by basically relying on the Bengals on the last day of the season. Uh, and then they went and changed it all up at quarterback and said, Tyrod, you've been great this year. Bugger off. And it's the most... He- for a team that hadn't been to the playoffs since 1999, and were generally looking like, you know, they'd started to do something good. Why did they do this? Anyone? Get rid of Tyrod. By all means, draft your quarterback of the future. But I didn't realise that, that Tyrod, before watching the Mahardlocks, what a voice. That is a sexy, yeah, deep man. voice. Oh, isn't it? yeah. He's a smooth <laughs> mofo. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. But he's a proper leader as well. Yeah. Like, you can see it on Hard Knocks. He's a yeah. proper, he knows he's there for one year in Cleveland. And he's just, he's just going for it. Yeah. And I, th- why not draft Allen, by all means, and let him learn from Tyrod? Why try and make him learn from uh, the man who couldn't beat Andy Dalton at the Bengals in AJ McCann? Who's now injured. Who's now injured. And the man who threw five first-half interceptions last season on his debut in Nate Peterman. That is bizarre. So, I'm just looking at the Patriots' fixtures this year. So, beyond their own division. I thought we were talking about the Bills. I'm just... No, he's coming back. Yeah, yeah. Um, It just just took a while for it to load. They play the Jaguars. You you wouldn't have them beating the Jaguars, would you? No. That'd be close. Colts, they'll beat. Texans, they'll beat. Chiefs. They'll beat. They'll They'll lose. Bears. That's that's a definite win, yeah. Packers. I don't think... You know... Titans, Vikings, you know, Steelers. There's lots of losable games for there. So, yeah, it might... See, I, think, most I still think, I think nine's ambitious. But I, I've yeah, got, I've got 11 six, from that. They've got six from the division. Yeah, they, they, should sweep, they should sweep the division, and I'd say there's five winnable games. So that's 11. Yeah. And that's enough. Yeah, yeah sorry. But, but no, no, that's, that's good. To load up, back, sorry. <laughs> back to the Bills. They're clearly going to be leaning on McCoy again because of the quarterback well, situation. Potentially. If well, he's allowed to play. Yeah, the it looks it, like he is going to be allowed to play. 
at the moment. At the moment. It's but when in the season does this come along? Yeah, when does this all... Because, you know, from what we're seeing and what we're hearing, you know, we're, we're talking about quite a potentially violent yeah. incident. Um, you know, and they're talking that potentially, if it's proven, could be the end of, not his season, his career. Yeah, like happened to uh, Ray Rice. Ray Rice. You know, so so there is there is he's at he's at camp, but you know if they lose McCoy, oh my god, they are awful. So I'm struggling to see his upside, Paul. So if you could do it in me, yeah, if you'd like to. Bear in mind they're also they've lost three of last year's starters off the O line, and their number one receiver is Kelvin, Kelvin Benjamin, Benjamin yeah. who is massively overrated. Um, and and if McCoy is shut down for the season Chris Ivory takes over as the lead running back and he's got it, bad knees he's got, yeah he he's a good player okay. he did okay at the Jags last season wasn't he season before you're thinking he was a backup oh. to Fournette last year oh yeah but it, Fournette it, was injured yeah. he, was, he did okay he did okay and the year before he did well at the Jets didn't he led the line at the Jets wasn't it yeah I thought he had two years at the Jags yeah. but yeah yeah it, before that yeah he's, he's a, a decent backup you don't want to be relying on him every week when you're normally relying on LeSean McCoy yeah, that's you know. No, but I mean, if 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 McCoy's playing, they've I think look they've they're they're trying to build for the future. They've they've got okay options at wide out. They have a man called Ray Ray McLeod. Okay, so you, you could go for every team out. Kel- Kel- got, that guy's got a stupid name. Kelvin well, we go, Be- don't worry. Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin's he's, a good wide he's receiver. Decent. Yeah, he's a good wide receiver. Jeremy Curley can be decent. Is massively no, overrated. No, he's not great. And I think, I they signed they signed Corey Coleman, former first round pick from the Browns, who didn't want to go there and said, "I don't want to go to the Bills." And was told, "If you don't, you have to spend a year sitting out of the league because they now own your contracts. So you either go there or nowhere else." He doesn't want to be there. Um, they're still hanging on to Andre Holmes, who's done nothing for years, uh, and Zay Jones. I think he's a good wide receiver, but is never he's never fit. The guy who had yeah. the- Nude fight with his brother in a hotel. Yeah, that's the guy. That's yeah, the yeah, guy. yeah. Was, may or may not, but was drug fueled. Uh, was there not blood all up the walls and everything? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah had a drug fueled fight with their family. <laughs> but, but Charles Clay's a decent tight end if he can stay fit. I, I, I yeah, again, it's worse there. teams than the Bills. There are a few worse teams than the Bills. Yeah, I think the Bills. I, I think this is a bad team. Yeah. I reckon four games is, is probably what they're looking at this year. I think it's a massive drop-off from last year's team. And I, I don't see very much to be impressed about at all. They've got uh, Star Latoulale at defensive tackle. So the defence you know is going to be anchored well. I like Tremaine Edwards, uh, linebacker as well. And they're, they're going to do good. Did you not see Tremaine Ed- Ed- Edmonds miss... God knows how many tackles in the preseason. Yes, I did. I'm not like some some in the open field that were just like you know pretty terrible. If yeah. you're honest, yeah, he was awful. He wasn't good. But then Michael Hyde I, li- was a I liked player. him in the draft. I liked him in the draft a lot. But watching him in preseason, he, he doesn't. Seem he doesn't to look ready. Great. Um, no, he doesn't. Lorenzo Alexander has come out and and you know moaned about this helmet rule as well. He's not happy. He thinks it's going to cost people their jobs. I, the, the the secondary and the defence in general will be good, but the offence has taken an enormous step back from last year. They've got no hope of the playoffs, none at all, which for a team that just managed to reach it after all that time out, that, it's such an unnecessary waste. I, still better than the Dolphins. 
Well, it's going to be tight between let's those. Move on to the Dolphins. Let's move on to the Dolphins. Six and ten last year. They were ten and six the year before under Gase. So they need to even out somewhere here. This is the third year under Adam Gase, um, but the first year that potentially has Tannehill for the whole season. Tannehill missed the last twenty games for the Dolphins, um, and Tannehill has to win now. This is he's done after this year with the Dolphins if he doesn't get a winning record. I think they're. Um, his record with them is 36 and 40, 37 and 40 in his seven years, which is not great, but in a division with the Patriots, it's not terrible. They've been to the playoffs, but they also look like they're going to struggle a little bit on offense. Kenyon Drake is the lead running back. He finished, did he get like 400 yards in the last he, he, four games, he five games? Last season he, was, really he was brilliant. Well. When, when Jay Ajayi left, they were just yeah. like, this Lyndon is Bourne why. Jay Ajayi was uh, replaced quite well. <laughs> you had Kenyon Drake in your fantasy, I did. I, uh, I picked him up early and he, uh, yeah, he got me well over the line. So we, we, we're agreed. We, we rate Kenyon Drake at this table. We think he's going to be good. He's going to get all the work and Frank Gore is going to do goal line mop-up duty, basically, which is what Frank Gore should now be doing. But Frank Gore never gets old. injured. No, no, no. Good player. The running back stable is good enough. Um, wide receiver, though, losing Jarvis Landry, who was, what, 40% of their targets last year? Yeah. I think... We had the highest catches in the league. Yeah. yeah. I like Devontae Parker. I, I think, like Devontae Parker. I, I like him. But I don't think he does enough weekly. And I like Kenny Stills, who scores a lot of touchdowns, but he doesn't stretch the field. And I yeah. think losing Landry takes away from both of those players. I think a lot of this comes down to Tannehill. You know, they obviously invested a lot of money into yeah. Hill a couple of years ago. He had to take a year out. We we need to see how that knee is and, and what he can still do. You know, this was a quarterback that, you know, signed a eight, near on $80 million contract yeah. a few years ago. Um, and at that time, would have been one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league, I would have guessed, three or four yeah, years ago. Yeah, I think ago. so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so they invested heavily. That obviously took some of their cap space. They need Tannehill to lead this team, and that could be the difference because last year, you know, they had Matt Moore, and you know, it just wasn't great, was it? Amazing. So, um, you just you you see the difference a quarterback makes to a team, yeah. whether it's Aaron Rodgers, whether it's they make good or or average to good players look great because they put the ball where it needs to be. So, I think you just until you see. Tannehill and Drake on the field together, you don't know quite how bad this team is, is my yeah, first I think, opinion. I think that's if, if Tannehill gets injured, it's Brock, it's, Brock Osweiler. It's not, it'll or, be David Fales. Brock well, might not even be there at the start of the season. He's been really bad in camp. Yeah, yeah he's been awful. But so, if Tannehill... Yeah, and also won't play. It'll be David Fales. G- Gase likes him. It will be him. But I think you need to look forward and say, all right, Tannehill, you hope, has got his injuries behind him. I think Tannehill's a good enough quarterback in this league. I do. But there's there's never been any consistency at the Dolphins in the time he's been there. They've never been consistently playing this way or consistently playing a different way. It's all been changed. And so it's difficult still, after seven years, to evaluate him properly. That's what I think. Could, could Dolphins be a landing spot for Bridgewater if... If he's uh, no longer wanted by the Jets, I think that's a very good shout. I hadn't even thought about it. I think but it's going to a divisional rival, isn't if, it? If Tannehill struggles or if Tannehill does get injured, then Bridgewater's a good prospect. Yes, absolutely. I think that he's better than anybody else on their roster. Yeah, I, I don't see it. Um, 
because I'm, just, I'm, just I'm not sure what value you'd get out of the Dolphins. I think there's potential for someone with a greater need if an injury comes up to get a greater value. So, yeah, it could um, be. Yeah. I don't think that that'll happen. Um, um, I, I, I can see a couple of people who I think maybe before the Dolphins. I just, I just the Broncos must need another quarterback. That's, surely that's, well, that's, they definitely do. Um, on on the uh, defensive side of the ball, um, they drafted Minka Fitzpatrick. Who's obstinately going to play safety, but is basically an all-out Ryan's brother. Yes, that's it. Yeah, sort of. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> sorry, that's thrown me completely. <laughs> and they've still got Alonso, who I I really rate as a defensive player. But the main one for me is Robert Quinn. They signed from the Rams. It's a Good, massive, yeah, massive, massive upgrade next to. I mean, Cameron Wake was their number one defensive end last year, and he's like fifty-two or something. He's, he's, you know, so it upgrades that um, defensive line a lot. And this is why I think the Dolphins are going to be with Sue gone. Is Sue the force he was three years ago? He's still pretty good. He's 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 very good. I think Robert Quinn's as good. So yeah. I'm so, not sure it's an upgrade. I think. You know. Okay, I'll take that. But I still think that this defense, combined with the fact that they're receiving core, um, whilst losing uh, somebody who consumed all the targets, I like the tight end pick, Mike Gizicki. Mike Wazowski. Yes, him, Mike Wazowski. Um, I think he's going to be a really good pick. And like I said, I like Amendola. I think their receiving core is marginally ahead of the Bills, and that's what keeps the Dolphins ahead of the Bills in this division. Yeah. Okay. And finally, in this division, the, the dog shit Jets no, no. are no longer the yes. dog shit Jets. Five and eleven last year, and it even says here, no longer dog shit. But they are mm. in full re- rebuild mode. This is now what we predicted last year it is happening. They drafted Sam Darnold, they've signed Teddy Bridgewater, and we were discussing. You know, Darnold seems to have locked up this. I'm going to start day one. For me, Bridgewater has looked the best of the three quarterbacks in preseason. I I think they're forcing it, but Donald looks prepared, and I think that might be enough for them to say, give him a season. If he goes four and twelve, well, he's had a season's play. Donald was the best quarterback in that draft by a mile. He should have gone number one. The Browns made a terrible decision not taking Donald. I do not understand it. Baker's funny, don't get me wrong, but he is, he's a funny guy. Yeah, who wants funny? It's probably with well, the Browns, because that's, that's what the Browns do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I think that's good. Um, I'm not, I've never been convinced by, by Crowell. I know he's scored a lot of touchdowns. 22 touchdowns in four yeah, seasons but, with the Browns. But, you know, you know, that's, that's all they ever had, wasn't it? Just try and run yeah. the ball. Um, and, yeah, I don't know, I'm not... I'm not convinced by that. Um, the other problem is Todd Bowles is quite a defensive coach as well. So um, I think he's going to be looking to probably blood a new quarterback and deliver similar results to last year. And I think that would be considered a success this year. If they win five games, you think that's a success this year? Definitely, yeah. And I would be tempted to agree with you. I think if they win six or more, they've had a really good season. Um yeah. I, I think um, the return of Quincy Anua at wide receiver, I think that's a really big plus for Darnold because he missed all of last season with a neck injury. But if you remember the season before, he was the standout wide receiver at the Jets that year. And last year, they probably win two more games with him on the field. They, they chopped and changed last year at wide receiver like nobody's business because they didn't have somebody who was clearly a number one receiver. And currently, he's listed as 
wide receiver too on the depth chart, but Inua is a better receiver than Robbie Anderson, who just drops the ball too much. Yeah. Um, so I, I think uh, in a bad division, the Jets have got a shout of winning a fair, you know, a decent number of games just because of the division. Yeah, isn't that good? If for me, the Dolphins should finish second in this division. But the Jets could push them close. I it's, think the Bills um, are clearly the worst. Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. Um, you know, some of the websites I've seen have, have seen... Um, oh, we don't want to know about them. But um, they, they, the predictions I've seen for this year, are, you know, as bad as the Patriots going 13-3, and three, the Jets going 4-12, and 12, the Bills going 4-12, and 12, and the Dolphins going 2-14. and 14. Hell. That is how weak... Where's that come from? That's Me. on sportingnews.com. Really? And literally, that is that is in some places how bad this division is. Um, so, you know, you can agree with that or not agree with that, but, you know, it does show that in general that is one of the weakest divisions in football. Yeah, I I, uh, I, I definitely have the Bills to finish bottom of this division, 4-12, and 12, and then I've got Dolphins and Jets basically to split it amongst themselves, roughly 5-11 yeah. and 11 or 6-10. and 10. I think... There are there's a massive disparity between these three teams and the Patriots sitting yeah. on the top. Yeah. I don't think I don't think the Dolphins are going to be as bad as a lot of people think because I quite like Adam Gase and what he tries to do. And if Tannehill is fit all season, I think that consistency then jumps them above the two teams blooding new quarterbacks, yeah. and and they will do better. But we don't know which Tannehill we're getting. Yet. Yeah, I've got it, Pats, and then I've got the Jets. Just more on confidence from last year maybe Dolphins those two are hard to separate Bills definitely last I'm going Patriots then the Jets just because uh, like Till Pryor's not a bad player I like Darnold as well I really like I think I like Darnold more than I like Tannehill yeah if if you have if you have um, was it Browns Terrell Pryor yeah Browns Terrell Pryor is a good player uh, last season's Redskins terrible prior is a he was, terrible player. He, he was injured all he, season. He claims he was injured all season. Yeah. We'll uh, see. He was also um, massively unpopular with his team, apparently. Yeah. I think um, uh, the way I'm seeing this, I'm going Pats first because you'd be insane not to. I've got Jets, Bills, Dolphins. I just I don't see the Dolphins doing anything this season. I see them as the the, the weakest team in that division. Um, I'm assuming we can agree there's no wild card coming out of this division. No. no. Nope. We can just move on. Let's move on. Okay. AFC North. Uh, Steelers, 13-3 and three last year. Uh, lost in the playoffs to the Jaguars. Um, good on offense. Uh, Shazier, of course, is uh, missing for this year for, for injury. Uh, Harrison has gone, not been replaced. Yeah, he's not been replaced since he left at the end of the previous season. So the, the, the defense is going to be probably unhappy uh, through... Contract reasons. Um, Bryant has gone, so uh, they're all a little bit ch- less chilled in the uh, in the dressing room. <laughs> um, Big Ben not happy that they spent a draft pick on another potential replacement. I don't see what his argument is. He keeps threatening to retire. Yeah. So they mid-season, to, yeah, end of the season. They have to keep picking yeah. people. I like Mason Rudolph. That is the guy I wanted the Patriots to draft. I think Mason Rudolph can be a really good player down the line. Um, he's certainly shown it in preseason. He looks more than capable. Um, so I don't understand why Big Ben got his knickers in a twist, but it might be the kick up the backside he needs for another two years of good production before he does retire. Because I think he needs constant motivation now. He, I, 
in the interviews and things, when you see him, especially when they lose, you think he just doesn't look interested anymore. And I'm not sure he's the player he was four years ago. I think he, he now really needs that motivational time. Maybe a bit of the belief has gone. Maybe he thinks, I'm not winning another Super Bowl. He peaked very early in his career. And it must be difficult to keep that level up if you're not being motivated. So maybe that's why they keep pressurising him. Uh, well, if, he's, Bell, if he's not winning, you know, what with Me Too as well, that, that's the two things he likes doing most in the world is uh, <laughs> <laughs> out the window. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. Not me. That makes a change. Bell uh, being franchise tagged is what's upset him. They are not going to spend the money on the contract he wants because they know the drop-off is coming. He will probably be good for this year, and he may be good next year, but you know at some point he's got to hit the wall. because all ne- running Next back year's to franchise tag is through the roof, though, isn't oh, it? Yeah. They won't franchise tag him so again. So he'll move next year. Yeah, and whoever picks him up probably gets two years of stellar play, but carries the risk of greater injury because of his age. And I, I don't actually think the Steelers are doing themselves any disservice by, by doing this. No, and, and but the guy deserves to get paid, doesn't oh, yeah. he? Yeah, nobody's he, he arguing des- he that. He deserves to get paid. His, his argument is valid, but their stance is definitely understandable because they know at some point something is going to happen. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster, he's putting up the numbers in pre-season. You can understand why they let Bryant go. Well, also, he wasn't really doing anything there. No... <sighs> He's not the player he was. No, he, he wasn't pushing for the for the second receiver role opposite Antonio Brown. Um, is anyone here at this table even a little concerned about Antonio Brown having a drop off this year? Or are we just yes, gonna, you, you are. You've missed one reason why. Go on. What is he on this year? Madden. He is on the Madden cover. Oh, we believe so, in the curse, do we? Well, you, you, I don't believe in any curses and stuff, but it has to be mentioned. Um, look, you know, Brown still did 1,500 yards last year, still led the league. Yeah, number one in the league, And yeah. for me, the Steelers is very similar to, to, the, to the Patriots. Their only real competition in that division for a long time has been the Ravens. Yeah. Um, if you see off the Ravens, um, then it's all about playoff football. It's all about whether they can beat the Patriots and whether they can actually try and actually get a home fixture versus the Patriots in the playoffs. Um because that's been the issue a lot of the time. It's always been at Foxborough, hasn't it? it? Hasn't very rarely been at the Steelers, I don't think. And you know that's been an issue, I think, over the years. Because you know they're both great quarterbacks, but home advantage does make a difference. Makes a big difference. So um, it's whether they can actually get the number one, the number two seeding in the AFC championship is the key I think for the Steelers as to whether they go to another Super Bowl if they go to another Super Bowl it's this year if not it's not for a few years yeah I agree I don't rate Mike Tomlin I always think he puts them at a bit of a disadvantage when they come up against well coached teams because he's a rah-rah shout at the players get them hyped up and I think sometimes that is a disadvantage when he's coaching clever coaches proper coaches as opposed to player coaches so I I'm not saying this is Tomlin's last hurrah, but I certainly think once Big Ben goes, you're going to see the team start to be rebuilt and Tomlin will go then. Uh, so um, on, on the defence, TJ Watt's been really good since he's come into the league. Brilliant, yeah. you, you know, they've kept Joe Hayden at cornerback, which I think is a good move. He played well for them. Yeah. Um, I don't. The, the thing that concerns me with their defence is they have a lot of pieces and then they give up silly points. They give up uh, special teams plays that they shouldn't do. They 
they sort of switch off. I think they're just a streaky team. So they're just this this team that you know thirteen and three, but those three games they lose, they are terrible. Oh, yeah, um, and they well, they used to always lose to the Browns, didn't they? Yeah, even when no one else could lose. Normally to the Browns. in Cleveland in the snow. Yeah. Um, to be fair, <laughs> and, and also I, I didn't realise until I looked it up today. Um, Chris Boswell, the kicker, kicked three game-winning field goals with zero time left on the clock last year. So that thirteen and three could easily have been ten and six, or, yeah. or you know that that tells you that they were probably playing closer to their limits than it looked like. On just on paper, you see they win those three games, but when you analyse it, why were other teams keeping them that close? Well, I think. Um if you look at Big Ben over the years, he throws a lot of touchdowns, but he a also lot a lot interceptions. of interceptions. And that is, you know, if you've got that, then you keep other teams in the game, don't you? Not when they're, if you match them up across the field, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're um, as good as the team. But if you give them more opportunities than you should, if you don't protect the ball, Brady protects the ball. That's probably been the big difference, you know. Yeah, in the turnovers. AFC over the last five years between the two teams is turnovers. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Patriots have finished in the top, it's either top six or eight in turnover differential for the last 10 years and also the top six or eight on special teams in the last 10 or 12 years. A lot of that is helped by refereeing decisions. That Obviously, go the yeah, because we're way. paying everyone. That's what you've got to do. Um, fourth and interest, you showed me there that Chris Boswell signed a massive new contract with the Steelers as well because they obviously are seeing the value in having a consistent kicker. We're going to come to it later when we get to the Chargers, but you know their season last year was lost to no Korean kicking missile. Game. Yes, absolutely. Um, so after the Steelers, because I'm assuming everyone is picking Steelers to win this division again. Yep. Yep. After the Steelers from last year at least the Ravens they went 9-7 and seven, uh, just but they, missed out in the playoffs yeah they haven't made the playoffs for the last three seasons it's Aussie Newsom general manager's last season um, and they're going to aim to go out on a high um, we are seeing that Flacco appears to be healthy which is good um, I think he's getting a rocket from the fact that they've drafted Lamar Jackson, who doesn't look in any way ready to play. But man, he looks like he's got some skills. Like he is—he looks like RG three, which is probably why they also signed RG three to coach him. But on how not to turn out like RG three. But l- l- so far in the uh, preseason games, Lamar Jackson's been hit six times while running, hasn't attempted to slide on any of those hits. S- who does that remind you of? It's exactly like RG3, and that's how he got injured, because he couldn't slide. And this is a concern. Everybody's raving about Jackson and how good he looks breaking out the pocket and running with the ball. But if he turns out just like RG3, it's a waste of a pick. They need to coach him to be better. Say, this this guy should have been where you're going. You need to learn from him. But they, they also said he was going to be the new Michael Vick. And I think he's well primed for a dogfight with. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know you did it to, to, because you wanted to put, do a, a dogfighting thing, but we did have a rule this year. No one could compare anyone to the the new Michael. No one, Vick. No one's gonna, no one I, I, I only primed it for a dogfighting joke. I know, but, yeah. <laughs> which we now ruined for you. Thanks. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that is the rule. So no, no comparisons to the new Michael Vick, even if no matter how much you think Lamar Jackson might, it's not. It's not. Um, so, thank, yeah, thanks for reading my joke. That's okay. That's what we like to do. Um, Alex Collins last year, 973 yards in 15 games. If he, probably if he played the 16 games, yep. he's a 1,000-yard rusher. People are underestimating him. I think he's going to be really good at running yep. back the two. If they keep the O-line healthy. They get Yonder back on the O-line. 
all of a sudden this could be a rushing team with a 12 or 1300 yard rushing on it and that takes the pressure off the quarterback and that makes this team look good oh Sorry. bless you um, also they, they've uh, they've completely revamped the wide receivers because last year man they were disappointing Breshard Perryman I think is still on the team but I don't know how because he, he's a <laughs> dreadful he, he's a terrible terrible wide receiver um, so they've brought in Michael Crabtree who I think is still really really good yeah so do I they brought in Willie Sneed who is a streaky player I'm not a massive fan of Willie Sneed yeah I think he's massively overrated. I think there's something there, but I, uh, I'm no, not I sure how you get to it. He's got a really bad tash as well. Imagine he's got a massive hair. terrible bleach hair, yeah, blonde he's hair. Just awful. Um, and then and they brought in John, John, John Brown's a great player. John Brown's a really good player. Willie Sneed does have issues with uh, drugs. Does he? I wonder. I thought you were going to say drops, but he has issues with drugs. Does he? Well, like, he, he missed a load of games last year for. Uh, drugs. He likes the weed. Ah, well, John Brown is the one for me. I. They're going to play him as wide receiver too. This guy has been unlucky with injuries, but I, he's a really quality receiver. And yeah. I'm glad other people at this table agree because it's, it's been difficult for him to show it. He's, played, he's only played 16 games once, his first season, 2014. Um, but he did get 1,000 yards receiving in 2015, in 15 games. Yeah, he runs really good routes. Yeah, he does. I um, really like him. And he averages five touchdowns a season, which is probably a little bit less than his potential... Should be, but if Flacco's going to go back to really cannoning the ball down the field, I think this is the guy. Crabtree's going to be the possession receiver, the guy they go to when they want to move the chains, and I think John Brown's going to be the guy they yeah. go to for their touchdowns. Well, they're, well, they're going to need to do Mike something because their passing attack was. Mike Wallace is with the Eagles. Knowing the Mike Wallace yeah. well, this season. Maybe. But yeah, as I was saying. Sorry. Um, yeah, last year they they need to do something to their passing offense. It was twenty ninth in the league last oh, it year. It was terrible. So it was terrible. And I think another piece to the puzzle is their new tight end, who you know is a big it's unit, be really good, six foot four, two hundred and forty five pounds. Um, you know, he he is going to be um, a very very good player. Um, and he played played baseball as well, didn't he? To a yeah, reasonable level, was, I think he was drafted a, in the M- M- uh, Major League Baseball. He's as another well. one of these all round sportsmen. Yeah. He is athletic. He's strong. He's big. Um, and we normally see that those kind of people, you know, they do they do sort of very well. Um, they're competitive as well. I think they tend to sort of come into the league quite well. So um, I think that's important because they didn't have much at tight end last year, did they? So no, you know, they, I think that's going to help. It will help. Flacco to try and give him an option not to throw the ball long for a change and then if Jackson does come in then again that support we've seen it with Goff we've seen it with you know all sorts of new quarterbacks when they come into the league they need a tight end really to just you know have that outlet there and to just hold their nerve it's always a bonus to have a tight end I think uh, oh. I think Benjamin Watson was very inconsistent and you know the, the teams that it's amazing the difference a good tight end could make. So you look at the Seahawks, they were terrible, but Jimmy Graham was consistently getting touchdowns and that was helping. And I think that difference, if, if Hayden Hurst is as good as we hope he could be, that could be the difference for them making the playoffs. That could be the extra couple of wins. I, I absolutely agree. Um, on, on the defensive side of the ball as well, they have Eric Weddle back for another year. Um, Six interceptions last year. It was more than I thought he got. His career high is seven, and that was years ago. Bear in mind, he's been around for like 12 years in the league. I really like Weddle as a leader of a defence, and this team 
will always be a team based on how well its defense goes. Uh, last year, its defense was patchy. It wasn't as good as it had been in the past. Um, so they need Weddle and the defense to step up and allow Flacco good field position so that he's not risking as many interceptions by going long. Uh, I think if you put Flacco in good field position and his back is healthy, he's still a quarterback more than capable of getting you to the playoffs. So uh, I think they're in a decent position, the Ravens. Again, like we've said with the Patriots, it helps that they're in a below-par division. Speaking yeah. of which... Cincinnati Bengals. Ugh. Last year, 7-9. and nine. How? Martin, Marvin Lewis has kept his job. How? He'd be better off with Martin Lewis. If you don't know who that is, he's a money-saving expert. He'd <laughs> be better off with Huey Lewis. Jesus. <laughs> and the news? Dion Lewis. Jesus. Marvin uh, Dalton, Lewis. still there? Read it, read it verbatim from the script, John. What does Get it say? Job. Why? <laughs> I don't get it. Marvin, Marvin Lewis, why is he employed? Andy Dalton, why have they not drafted someone in? Or, or traded for Bridgewater? Yeah, but to be fair, if you think about it, there weren't many quarterbacks available in this draft. <laughs> so they'd have struggled. Oh, this team, oh, no. they frustrate me. They, you know, three years ago, Andy Dalton was uh, selected for the Pro Bowl. And since then, he has careered back downhill again. It just looks average really average and this is why i couldn't understand the bills snatching up aj mccarron when he was a man who couldn't displace andy dalton yeah. at the bengals that's that's bad that tells me you're really really bad so but it did i you know how we spoke earlier about um nate peterman having nude photos of the bills head coach yes i've i'd Fact. love to see what what shit dalton's got on hold, up, Lewis. hold up right if you go back to last year's podcast i'm pretty sure I said AJ McCarron. I think you said that Andy Dalton was the yardstick of an average NFL quarterback. I said uh, the The quarterback level. I'm sure there was a Dalton level. Yeah, yeah. he he is the middle ground. He is number 16 of 30. So we are talking about the Bengals, and if we're saying he's a middle middle of the road quarterback for the NFL, yeah, we now can't say a few months later that he's now like. How has he kept his job? Because last year we said, well, you said that he was the, 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 the yeah. middle ground. This, this time the... last year, it was before and after Dalton on yeah, the yeah. scale. But, yeah. but following so the now, season last year, so yours, that's... he's dropped way down that list. Okay, so that's all I'm questioning. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the next bit is, obviously, you know, Tyler Eifert, I think we all think he's a really good... Um, top five. Top five tight, tight end. end. Really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. When he's on the field. Yeah, but he's right. expected to miss another four to six months. So really? He, really? he had um, he had what was it? Had back surgery that. in October. Um, in October, it? we're not in October. Oh, this is a different one. Are you are you reading something you shouldn't Old. be reading? No, no. It was he had a cyst removed from his knee? I don't know. He's not out injured at the moment, is he not? No, he's he's back and he's getting up to fitness because he's just ahead of Tyler Croft. All oh, right, yeah, I see it now. Yeah, no. So I'm reading something different. Old news uh, with no, Gilo. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has missed 22 of the last 32 games. Yes. Yeah. So it's a disaster. You know, you know is he really going to play much? Um, well, this is the thing. Croft was good when he came in, wasn't he? I thought Croft was surprisingly good. And I think whilst he's not the same player, uh, he at least allows the offense a weapon in the red. Didn't he get like seven touchdowns last season? Yeah. He, he did well. Um, but in order to be 
pushing for the playoffs, they need Eifert on the field, not Croft on the field. So, and, and in regards to your Dalton comment, yeah, you're right. This time last year, Dalton was the middle ground for quarterbacks, but he slipped. He went backwards. He lost. To, he's, uh, he was at 4,200 in 2016, 3,300 yards. Uh, so he's lost 900 yards. Yeah, it just, I thought that was a that was a a career year, not a career year, but it was a very good it, year. I. <laughs> I would say if at the last at this time last year, if Dalton was quarterback sixteen in the league, he's now quarterback twenty four, twenty five. Like you, you wouldn't pick him if you were replacing your quarterback. Uh, he'd be one of the last ones you'd go to and say, "I'd like Andy Dalton, please." Yeah, they they do also have AJ Green. Yes, yes now so. obviously that's a huge thing, um, and, and always will keep them in games. But this is why it says here. This is what I think. John Ross is a, a massive thing for this team this year. If John Ross can not get injured and play at the speed which he showed at the Combine two years ago, then all of a sudden AJ Green isn't double covered on every play. Ross doesn't have to see that much of the ball, but he has to be on the field to take away defensive coverages. And if he is not, then teams are just going to cover AJ Green like they, like they know they can. So... John Ross is, I think, is a massive thing for this team this year. Um, what, if, what did John Ross do last season? He only played the first two games. He dropped the ball twice and then got injured. Excellent. He, he basically did nothing, but he was drafted to play opposite AJ Green so players can't cover him because Ross has to be covered because he's so quick. Yeah. Um, they, they've allowed Brandon LaFell to leave, who was a big body receiver. You know, you're looking for him when you're trying to move the chains down to the red zone. So they've got Tyler Boyd, I think, who's going to step into that. But there's not a lot of depth beyond Green and Ross, to be honest. Tyler Boyd, like I say, is the third. And that's it. There isn't anybody else. And if Eifert isn't fit, this team is is going to bottom out big time. Well, let's move on to the defence, because uh, Pac-Man Jones has gone. Yes, uh so he's gone. Fontes Burfitt is suspended to start the season for the third year in a row. Of course he is. Um, he's also a knob. Well, uh, I'll tell him you said that. I think he'd be round. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But their defence is... All right. All right. It's very, very bland. For me, a lot of it comes back to Marvin Lewis. is not the man to lead this team to success. What, they've been to the playoffs twice in... 12 years? 9 years? It's a long... Marvin Lewis has been there forever. And they've been to the playoffs twice. It's Three times. It's, it's not good. Uh, and, and they've won no playoff games. And no Super Bowls. Ever. 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 No, no. That's it. Um, also, they do have my favourite kicker back in the house. Uh, Randy Bullock is back on the team. So nice. that's always... Uh, you were talking about silly player names. They don't come much sillier than Randy Bullock. But well... Yeah, we, we we talk more about Cincinnati Bengals, but I don't see the point because they suck. And um, we need to make room for the Browns. The Browns. Last year, 0-16. Oh. One win in two years. He really enjoyed that. <laughs> he really, that was the big O, wasn't it, right there? That's what that was. Uh, that's <laughs> the Gary gasm. Um, Hugh Jackson is still there. Uh, has anyone watched him on Hard Knocks and thought he's any good yet no so and the guy's name completely escapes me their offensive coordinator the guy that came over from the Steelers Todd Haley he just looks so frustrated the whole time he he looks like a man who is just waiting to lead that team so uh, Josh Gordon landed this week on Hard Knocks came back and Hugh Jackson basically backflipped and couldn't wait to 
get get him back on the field and shake his hand and and have him back. And Todd Haley was like, he's not working out. He's not catching passes. What like get the guy involved and then tell me he's any good. You know, the last time Josh Gordon was any good, tell me who the rookie of the year was the last time Josh Gordon played all the games and was any good. Andrew Luck? No. Eddie Lacy. Wow. Yeah, Eddie Lacy. Fat Eddie. You remember him? Feast mode. Feast mode. <laughs> exactly. Was uh, that when he was at the Packers? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Been, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm all in on Josh Gordon being a really good player. He's a top 10 wide receiver. But let's get him on the field first. We, we're all, we said last week, we're fairly sure he stayed away because hard knocks were there. That's a really sensible move for a guy who's been going through what he's been going through. Let's get him on the field. Hugh Jackson it just doesn't look like a leader. Todd Haley looks like a leader. Yeah, he's got no... His communication is terrible and his leadership's terrible. Um, we're actually yeah. agreeing on yeah. some stuff here. This is I'd, quite worrying. Don't worry, yeah, fast. I, just, I don't see it at all. Um, don't see anything. Um, but, you know, I really like the moves that they've made as an organisation. The one thing I find really strange is is um, his relationship with, you know, the GM, Dorsey. I just don't understand it. He, he seems to really... You can see there's a lot of trust in Hugh Jackson. I just don't understand that. I think people have trust in Hugh Jackson, the coach, but not Hugh Jackson, the head coach. He, he should probably be a positional coach. I don't, I don't get it. They obviously feel like he got a rough ride with a team that was bottoming out and that he deserves a chance to resurrect his coaching career. But that sounds like a really Browns thing to do. Like, uh, we'll stick with the guy because we like him. Yeah. That's uh, not apart, apart from the Mayfield pick, which I still don't agree with, I, I think they did draft well, and I think they've they've traded well, and you know used free agency well. I think they have hugely upgraded as a team. Yeah, like they finally absolutely. used all that cap space and their draft positions to try and move forward as a franchise, which makes that bottom part of that division a bit more interesting. Um, and I, th- I think they will win games this year. I still think they'll come bottom of the division, but I think they will win games. What do we think of uh, their second first-round choice, Denzel Ward, cornerback? I, I'm oh, saying, yeah. I'll say right now, I think this is six interceptions this season for him, minimum. I think he's going to be brilliant. Yep. Uh, yep. He, he looked Great outstanding pick. at college, and people are going to test him out. They're going to throw his way because they want to see if he's any good. I think he's going to be picking people I think the only place. argument you could have had is that they could have had Barkley, potentially, and, yeah. and a quarterback um, and instead they've got Carlos Hyde and you know, <laughs> but Carlos did... Hyde is good don't get me wrong he's a good you know Andy Dalton running back you know he's middle of the middle of the NFL yeah um, but he is nothing special Carlos you... Hyde I think Carlos Hyde starts the season at number one and I'm saying by week six Nick Chubb is their main running back because I think this guy is so... everyone's just seeing him go under the radar because he's not Barkley and I think he's going, to, he's going to be excellent. He's just he eleven time, eleven rushes the other day for fifty three yards and a touchdown. Like in a preseason game, he's putting in the hard yards. He wants to be the number one running back against Buffalo. Yeah, their rush defense isn't terrible. I, I, well, I, but, I was the only person rating Buffalo, so I can't say anything. No, <laughs> I, I, I think the fact that they still have Duke Johnson, who I, I like, yeah, as, I like as, as a, a third yeah. down yeah. back. I think that's going to allow Hyde and Chubb to rotate around him. I, I think it would be a disappointment for the Browns if Chubb doesn't beat Hyde out. Not off. Out. Um, because they, they're pinning their, the next five years of their running game on Nick Chubb, I think. They don't want to have to draft another running back. I think the one thing the Browns have got this season, which they haven't had as long as I've been a fan of the NFL, 
They've got players that you would take in certain positions. Yes. Players you'd be happy to have in your team. Yeah, Jarvis Landry being one of them. Miles Garrett. Yeah, absolutely. If he's if he's fit all season, you know, that's that's worth a lot of points on the defence for me. Josh Gordon, you know, if he plays and he's decent in the first five games, you'd have him in your team because you know he's not disruptive. David Njoku, there are worse tight ends than David Njoku. Yeah, he, he was a bit unlucky last year. He dropped the ball a couple of times when he shouldn't have done, but as... A physical per- presence to be there. I think he's be really good. And a lot of, I'm going to say now, because I tried it last year and it didn't work, in fantasy, he's going to be big because they're going to target him in the end zone. He's going to get a lot of touchdowns for a tight end. Um, like I say, I think the defense is really good. Demarius Randall was a great addition as well. Yeah. I, I like what they've done. I really do. I still like Jabril Peppers, who drafted the year before. Safety. Uh, I'm My- not convinced about the kicking with Zane Gonzalez uh, he wasn't great last year no. but it, I don't think there's going to be games that come down to that I think they're going to run over a couple of teams that don't see it coming and then I still think they're going to get blown out by a few teams because uh, they haven't all gelled they're not together I think a lot of it comes down to as well when do they bite the bullet and play Baker Mayfield they will play him this season even I, if I, I don't think they I should. think it'll be quite deep I yeah. think it'll be golf style um, last no, five games or yeah, something. 10, 11. I hope 10, so. 10, 11. I think if, if, if the Browns are um, having any success, and I mean, if they're like four or five wins in the season under Tyrod, they should allow Baker to sit and just learn. Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, for the Browns, nobody has gone to the Browns expecting to win the Super Bowl this year. Um, players like Jarvis Landry have gone to the Browns because they may get to the playoffs in two, three years' time. Yeah. Um, as part of this, you know, this thing. But for me, the biggest issue is still the organisation as a whole, the culture. Yeah. You know, their intensity, their you know ability to win. That's the big thing. So that's why I've still got them bottom. So I still think there's more chance of getting to the playoffs with the Browns than at the Dolphins. Do in, in, in time, not this year. Oh. Yeah, maybe in time. That's a tough one. Um, should we see where we put all these teams then? Are we all confident that the Steelers are going to finish top of this division? Yeah. Does anybody think they win less than 12 games? I've gone um, with 12 and 4. No. I'd be very, very surprised. I think that'd be very significant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ravens in second in the division? I have it exactly the same as last year I'm in terms go- of order. I'm going, I'm going to go... Browns ahead of Bengals just because I really, really hate the Bengals. That just won't happen. I, it just will not happen. I have also gone for Browns ahead of Bengals. I think the Bengals only win three games this year. I don't think the Bengals have got so much worse and the Browns have got so much better that there's a, you know, a, a, a swing that big from the two teams. Um, AJ Green is not going to be on a team that win two to three games. I just don't see it happening. He, is, he is in the top three wide receivers. Oh, in oh the yeah, league, absolutely. And, and that counts for something. Andy Dalton... Is not great, but he's not that bad. Um, they they have they are further ahead of the Browns. Still, there is well, almost no way that I've happen. got the Bengals as one of my favourites for the number one pick in the next draft. I think they're that bad Be- because the coaching is that bad. And every year, Lewis's message gets more and more diluted. And whilst I don't have any trust in Hugh Jackson, I think the caliber of players has been a massive upgrade, and the players will coach themselves to some wins. And I don't think that's there in the Bengals. I, I think the players are just like... Pfft. I'm with Gary on this. Okay. I see that the Bengals are going to be worse, the Browns are going to be better, but the Bengals are still going to be better than the Browns. Yeah, I'd be amazed if the Browns win more than four games. And if you're telling me the, the Bengals won't win more I've than four got, games... I've got Browns 5-11, and 11, Bengals 3-13. and 13. Yeah. I think Bengals I, are going to be bad. I just think 
there's been so much change within the Browns. Mm. We, we, we didn't mention with the Bengals as well, Joe Mixon, I was disappointed in him last year. Does anybody think he's going to be really good this year? Thousand-yard yes. rusher. I do. Thousand-yard yeah. rusher. Yeah. I'm not I'm not. I like Mixon I don't know. a lot. Yeah. I mean, he's no CJ Anderson, but he's, yeah, he's all right. <laughs> we all know I like Joe Mixon. We, yeah, yeah. We all know I think he's a good player, and um, I think um, if he stays fit, I think you'll, um, you'll see improvements. Yeah, it was a, I, I should have mentioned him. I don't know. I overlooked that. I agree with you. I think potentially he's a really good player. I just want to see it. I, I was a bit disappointed last year. Okay. Um, do we think the Ravens have got a shot at the wild card if they finish second? Um, yeah. I've got them the same as last year's nine and seven. I think potentially, um, but only because the AFC is awful. I yeah. think you the know, if AFC you look at the, East look at, is getting weaker. Uh, Bills ain't going to be there to... to you know, look Maybe. at this. Honestly, the AFC is just awful. Like, you know, <laughs> you say like, that, but we're going to get to the AFC South, right? And like, I'm going to make that's a good. I'm going to make a case for this being the but, best division but, like, in the AFC. Look at the teams that like got. You know, we're in the you know the wild card mix last year. The Bills nine and seven, they weren't that good. Um, you know, the Ravens at nine and seven, they weren't very good. Um, you know, the Tetons nine and seven. You know, in the NFC, they'd just be nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. I agree. It's Absolutely. Just, um, should, we, well, should we move on to the AFC South? Best division in the AFC. Yeah. Best division in the AFC. Starting off with uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Gary's uh, adopted team. team yeah. Time man of the year. With, with Blake. Oh, what a, what a year he had. Um, could have beaten the Pats. Should have beaten the Pats. Should have beaten the Pats. Um, they knelt and did nothing with 55 seconds on the clock and gave the Patriots the ball back. That was a bad, it was a weak oh, decision. Yeah, uh, but, but I did hear Doug Marone this week say that uh, he, he read Doug Peterson's book where he was criticised for taking the knee and then he read a book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck and decided that that book was better and he was going to ignore Doug Peterson's advice. <laughs> and he's saying, okay, I like Doug Marone, he's a good coach. I think if, if I'd have said to you at the beginning of last season the Jags are going to get to the championship game. I think we all would have laughed at you except Gary. Yeah. I think there's there's a lot of... they've. I don't think they've been too massively affected by players leaving. They've still got some, they've still got some decent players there. It's still a really good team. Hearns and Robinson, wide receiver. That's... That's a lot of production to replace. I know both of them have been injured on and off, but that's a lot of production to replace. Um, Marquise Lee is a player I like. Dee Westbrook is a player I've barely seen because he's also been injured a yeah. lot. He played seven games last year, I think. So I, I like Moncrief. Yeah. His, his Moncrief's stats have been... What was he, the Colts? He was yeah. the Colts. And, and he's suffered through the fact that luck hasn't been fit the last couple of years. I think he's a good player. I'm surprised he's only... The third receiver on their depth chart. I think they're a little bit weaker, if I'm honest. Yeah. With you. A wide receiver, a receiver. But definitely. they've had to do that because they've had to spend some money on keeping the defence. Um, I think you know, Fournette if he stays fit all year, that's going to be really big for them as well. Yeah. Um, and I'm also, I, I have seen a few things that are linking. Um, oh, who were we were talking about earlier, quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater, yeah, Bridgewater potentially going to the Jags, um, and that I I quite like in terms upgrade of, on Blake. I oh, no, I don't mean to start he's necessarily. An, he's an upgrade on Cody Kessler. Um, he's, what he is Jeez, is a yeah. true second choice. Yeah. So if if Blake, 
you know, drops off. If he has a bad four or five weeks, four or five, six weeks, then, and it, you know, they, they've got to have another option, I think, because I'm a big fan of Blake Bortles. I don't think he's as bad as people said he was. Um, I think he can pass a ball, turns it over slightly too much, you know, similar to, to Ruffelsberger. But I think if you had a proper backup, really challenging, if they can afford it, and I'd Bridgewater's not on that much, is he? Because it's a prove-it deal. It's like six million or something, isn't it? Yeah, about that. that. So, um, so, so that if, oh, they can, if they can afford that, I think that's a good move for them. And I think then they would be, you know, really contenders. I still think they're a little bit behind the, the Patriots and the Steelers. Again, similar to the Browns in terms of that organisation not being a winning culture. Hmm. And those players, you know, that's the first time they've got in the playoffs. And first time they've gone to a championship game, and and they're just not quite ready to seal that. Yeah, I just don't think they're quite ready, and I don't think they'll be quite ready again this year. I think they'll go into the playoffs. Um, I'm not even sure that they'll definitely win this division this year. So I think this is going to be really hard work to repeat what they did last year. Not because they're necessarily much worse, like you say, just because the rest of the division is much better than. I it think was they'll last be in year. the playoffs, but yeah. I, think, I think you could see three teams from this division in the playoffs. It's entirely possible. Um. Austin Safarian Jenkins is the tight end replacing Mercedes Lewis. More touchdown potential, bit more of a reckless player. Lewis had been there, what, 11 years? It was the only holdover from their last playoff appearance. Yeah. And was a blocking tight end, but a good, solid team player. Jenkins has moved around. This is, this is an upgrade. I in think. terms of scoring or in terms of what he brings to the team? I think in terms of options especially to try and take some of that workload that's been lost mm. from from the wide receiver position um so i think you know you look at some of the best teams out there they do have very good tight ends yeah <laughs> you know you know really sweet ones <laughs> if if suppose well, you could put your finger on oh man if he can Keep himself Smell out that. Of if he can keep himself out of trouble, I think he's an upgrade over over Lewis. He, he's in, more involved in the in, in the patches play. last year. He looks very good. It's very Jenkins, didn't he? But yeah, yeah. We we um, yeah. Leonard Fournette's contribution last year should not be overlooked. He he's gone a little bit under the radar when I've been listening to a lot of the fantasy podcasts that are out there. Uh, and he seems to be going right at the end of the first round or mid, to the middle of the second round. I think it's going to be more of the same this season for Fournette. If he plays a full 16-game slate, it's a 1,000-yard rusher, and he catches touchdowns. I think the only concern with Fournette is, in terms of fantasy, is that he had some games where, because of his injury issues with his ankles, and ankles are a, you know not a great thing to have injuries on in the NFL, um, is that he broke through for some sort of like seven, 70, 80-yard touchdowns. He didn't have two... 90-yard touchdowns in a row. Yeah, in like, in like two, weeks. Two, two weeks. And then apart from that, he only posted maybe 20 yards in those games. So those figures from last year did mask... Like I was a big fan, but they did mask a couple of um, a couple of games where he didn't actually necessarily contribute a lot. And they did take the opportunity to pull him out very quickly um, once they were finished, you know, on you know those scoring drives. They just yeah. they, they, they pulled him out the rest of the game. They have said they want to get him more involved on the third downs this year. They felt that's where he needs to contribute nine, more. Nine touchdowns last year in the regular season, four in the playoffs. Yeah, and he probably yeah. only actually played, what, 12 games in the regular season or something? 13. 13, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he had, he had a receiving touchdown as well. So, I mean, he, he did very well. I just wanted to give him a mention. I think, yes, we know the team are built around the defence, but Leonard Fournette allowed them 
to allow Blake Bortles to play, if that makes sense, because teams have he to makes, cover Fournette. He makes Blake much better. Yeah, like Zeke makes uh, Dak. Dak better. Absolutely. Okay. So, should we move on to uh, uh, your favourite team, <laughs> Tetons? They might not be this year. You might be surprised. Um, yeah, so 9-7, and seven, again, they scraped into the playoffs and then fell apart and they did the best thing they could and sacked Mike Malarkey who was a very uninspiring coach very Marvin Lewis-esque um, and they've replaced him with a former Patriot Mike Vrabel who we don't know what he's going to do and I'm slightly I'm thinking they're not going to do as well as last year because he's a first year coach without a, a proven track he hasn't come from another team where he was a head coach um, and it's all about how they protect Mariota and how they keep him fit. Because Gary pointed out several times last year, he just runs around and runs around like a poor man's Russell Wilson, but doesn't then make the connection with the pass that you're all sitting there waiting for. And I absolutely agree. Um, I sat here this time last year and said, the Titans will make the playoffs and Mariota is a better quarterback than Blake Bortles. And in the end, I was right with point one and wrong on point two because Bortles absolutely outplayed him last year. I still think... Marcus Mariota has as much potential as almost any other quarterback. He, there's something not quite been picked up by the coaching staff, but I like what I see up until that third or fourth second where he's still running around with the ball, and then I think it's, it's too much. Somebody's got to coach that out of him. He can catch his own touchdown passes, though. That was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Illegal? No. no. Um, I'm just going with no. He was um, in front of the thing when he threw it. I still think he was in front of the line. Yeah. Um, no, I don't like Mariota. I don't think he's very good. Um, I think it's all hype. Um, I think people like to see this dynamic, modern quarterback. It's it's, um, it's a way of playing that's been overhyped. Um, it's not what Brady does. You know, it's not what Roethlisberger does. And they've won Super Bowls and... Um, but you Russ, don't. You but don't. Russell Wilson won the Super Bowl. He did. He, he did win the Super Bowl. Also had the Legion of Boom behind him. So yeah. um, it's not quite as simple as that. And Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson, and Marcus Mariota is is Mariota, and he's not very good. Russell Light. He's he's not even that. He, he, I, I struggle to think that he can pass the ball well enough to win a Super Bowl. Um, so therefore, they need to look at how he's playing because otherwise, he's just going to get hurt. Um, but I think you know they've they've done some good you know good work in the free agency. Dion Lewis is a good player, um, yeah. and Malcolm Butler. You know I think that, you know, obviously that's that's always going to add value. Um, if the Patriots don't want him for whatever reason, then um, I'm sure the. Do you know it now appears that the Patriots didn't want him because they just didn't think he was very good. Well, that's that seems to be the prevailing opinion is that Belichick just decided he wasn't as good as the contract they paid him, so they just get rid of him. I'm not sure most of the league would agree with that no I agree I'm I'm just telling you what I was reading the other day that that seems to be there's no story to tell other than the fact they just felt you're really not performing now we've given you the money and that kind of peed everybody off Um, yeah I mean as a a whole the team you'd have to say has upgraded whether whether you like Mariota or not the rest of the team seems to have taken a step forward I think the Lewis signing is great I think Derek Henry is going to get even more goal line action this year because it was split with Murray last year and I think moving on from Murray was a really good thing for Derek Henry uh, who I like as a player uh, and the defence has, has definitely got stronger because they signed Jonathan Cyprian Kenny Vaccaro great player yeah. yeah, absolutely. They still got Kevin Bayard, who had eight interceptions last year, and, and Kenny Logan is a player I like as well at nose tackle. Yeah, okay. 
I only know him more more than anything because I had him in my ultimate team in Madden. But he was he was the Eagles, I believe. <laughs> he was at the where? Eagles. That's a very high pitched. Uh, <laughs> and, and they've maintained um, a great kicking record last year. They they, they got the record in there with Ryan Suckup for the most consecutive field goals inside fifty yards. Uh, he was basically metronomic for them last year, and keeping hold of him and adding all these extra pieces. I would like to think they're going to win more games. I just think that the rest of the division is improved. They went 5-1 and one in the division last year, and I don't think they're going to do that again. No. So as much as they've upgraded, I think they actually win fewer games. Fair enough. Uh, anyone got anything to add on Tetons, no. or should we move on move to on. Colts? Andrew Luck is back. Um, luck, luck, luck. Luck, yeah. Will, will, we, will he be back as... As the Andrew Luck, who not at the start of the season, no. not at the start of the season, no. Well, the, yeah, as you say, Brissett is the best backup in the league, possibly. Um, the thing is, if you see Jacoby Brissett on the field this year, you know it's all over for Andrew Luck. He has to see this season out, otherwise, it's all over. And uh, he yeah. he will not he will not be Andrew Luck at the start of the season. He's going to throw some horrible interceptions, and but. If he gets through all 16 games, they will have back a fantastic quarterback. You remember how good he was. Yeah, I think that's what you have to remember. Andrew Luck is Andrew Luck. Yeah. And, um, you know, we talked about it a couple of times already. Quarterbacks make a huge difference to teams. Um, and, yeah, I think he's proved it over a long enough period of time um, that we know that if Andrew Luck can be back to being Andrew Luck, then the Colts are a very different team. Um I don't think they're as strong as they were maybe three years ago um, around the rest of the field, um, both in offense and, and defense. Um, but I think they'll improve on last year's figures. I'm not sure they'll make the playoffs, but um, I think that there will be a um, probably a, a season where they just resettle the organization and, and redefine their direction. So, um, But they want that to be with Andrew Luck, most yeah. certainly. They need yeah. it to be. It absolutely has to be. Yeah, the rest of the team... I mean, they, so they've moved on from Frank Gore, who'd been the workhorse running back. Um, Marlon Mack is struggling now with injury, but he is the designated number one back. Do you know, he was the running back last year who was tackled behind the line of scrimmage the most out of any qualified running back. That is not a good place to start from. I like him. When he breaks through, he looks like a proper running back, but he doesn't seem to pick up the gap very well. It's very slow to see where the room is. So that's a concern. Um, obviously they've got a new head coach Frank Reich which I think is very offensive minded uh, from what I gather so he's going to be looking to get luck moving by using the running game so the concern over Mac is big Uh, and the number two running back on the list is Christine Michael remember him from his Seahawks days where he couldn't stay fit but looked really good when he was on the field no yeah I I think you're going to see him I think if he gets a chance to play and he's fit he will leapfrog Marlon Mack I'm hearing some Good words about Jordan Wilkins. The yeah, they're really choice. impressed with him. He's, yeah, uh, looks he, he could be a sleeper for your uh, for your fantasy. That, that's what they're saying. I, I just think they need to get the running game moving. So I don't think they'll wait. If Marlon Mack isn't doing it, they'll move on to the next one and the next one because they have to have that running game to keep the pressure off of Andrew Luck while he gets back into being Andrew Luck. I mean, there's two things with this team. There's one thing that excites me and one thing that I'm really really nervous about. So Luck and Hilton coming back together. That T.Y. Hilton 
Ty with Hilton. Ty Hilton. Ty Hilton. It's uh, from I know. From it's from the for, I know it's from BBC. So, <laughs> Mr. Hilton <laughs> and Mr. Luck combining. I think when they've done it before, they've looked very strong, and I think th- that's something that I think could make a difference. They have brought in Eric Ebron. <laughs> as, as the number two tight end Eric Ebron finished the year really well if yeah. he is he's a player with talent it's just I think getting it you know all, all the things in order to get it so it's not the worst the change to, of scenery might do him exactly, good exactly yeah he, the fact he's not being booed by the, <laughs> the Lions fans not yet might do him don't do him uh, all right. I uh, think you might find they play a lot of two tight end sets because their wide receiving core is thin. You've got T- you've got Ty Hilton and you've got Ryan Grant who's come over from the Redskins where he was a number three receiver anyway, who's now the number two. And they've got Chester Rogers and Kobe Hamilton, and that's about it. There isn't many many others. They had uh, they drafted a guy, didn't they? It was Dion Kane who then got injured straight away and he's out for the year so their actual wide receiving core is another one of these very thin you know the first two and then no one but they've got Jack Doyle who's a good tight end and Eric Ebron who should be a good tight end so I think he actually gets a lot more action than you might think for a second tight end I thought uh, there were decent wide receivers available in the freeze. Well, <laughs> Andrew Luck to, to Des Bryant sounds very good to me. I'm surprised there hasn't been more talk about it. I don't know what the Colts cap situation is, but if you were Des Bryant, wouldn't you want to go and have a year catching passes from Andrew Luck? I'm just surprised that this hasn't been, yeah. you know, a thing. Um, they, the, they've upgraded the O-line for with Quentin Nelson. Yeah, that's, that's a good bit of work. They, they, they needed to do that. The defence has been bad. It's yeah. n- they've not done anything. And I'm not sure that there's been enough upgrades to expect them to keep teams from putting 30 points on them on yeah. a regular basis. So that's, that's a concern. But they're still rebuilding. Their concern is, can Andrew Luck be Andrew Luck? And then we, we move on into the next season. So once he's had a whole year of getting back, that's when they need to be making progress. They've only got about 30 million in cap space. So they haven't got loads to play. They haven't got loads, but that's enough to get Des Bryant on a one-year deal. Yeah, it just depends on what they're planning to do next year. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. I I don't think it's about this year. This year is just about game time for Andrew Luck, um, which is why you might see them still not put up huge numbers of wins because the team is just not there around him. But uh, they'll be better than last year. Last year they went, what, 4-12? and This year they'll win two or three more games than that, I think. That was just pretty much Brissett. Snaps, so he's been sacked. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Did, did, did you see, though, that uh, 20 wins over the last three seasons, but in three seasons prior to that, they had 36 wins with Andrew Luck. That's, I mean, that's, that's really good. If he gets back to that Andrew Luck, this team is suddenly firing away again. It's like yeah. when Aaron yeah. Rodgers is on the field yeah. for the Packers. The only reason why the Colts didn't win more is because the Broncos were a force at that yeah, time as absolutely. well. So you had yeah, the Steelers, yeah. the Patriots... The Broncos and the Colts, the AFC yeah. was actually, you know, some sort Serviceable. of... Serviceable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. But let's move on, because we're, we're running low. the aforementioned Texans. To Texans, 4-12 and 12 last year. Uh, Watson is back, though. Uh, whether he'll be as dynamic as the guy from uh, last season... He needs to be. We'll see. Because, uh, yeah, oh, God. JJ Watt is back... But once again, is he going to be the same JJ? Can't, we know he can't keep being the same player. 
But this is defense has had a massive oh. upgrade with Matthew coming in, isn't oh. it? Oh, superb. Well, yeah, you'd like to think that that that, that Honey Badger is going to make an enormous difference to this team. I really hope that JJ Watt can stay on the field this year because when they've got JJ Watt. Honey Badger, Jadavian Clowney. The defence is huge. A, it, and Ming the Merciless. It's probably the second best defence behind the Jags in the AFC, if everybody's on the field. But Watt and Clowney have played two games together in the time they've both been there. Like, it just hasn't happened. But there is always a year where... It meshes. They, where they, they stay fit. Yeah. Um, you know... I think you know DeAndre Hopkins is. We worked oh. out last year. He's way he's actually younger than we thought he was. Isn't yeah. he, DeAndre Hopkins, um, and he is he's quarterback he's, proof. He's just such a great player, and um, you know, ninety two. That's what I mean. He's he's literally like twenty six or whatever he is. He's, he's yeah. and none of us could really believe that last year when we worked that out. We were just like, that's crazy. Um, it's all about you know Deshaun Watson. With, if Deshaun Watson is the same Deshaun Watson as he was last year, then they will push the Jags very close, is my opinion. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. 13 touchdowns last year from DeAndre Hopkins with... Tom yeah, Savage. Tom Savage. He, yeah. he, he also had Deshaun Watson for a few games, but yeah. Uh, I, DeAndre Hopkins is one of the top five wideouts in the league for me. Yeah. But um, yeah... Well, how are we going to see this? Uh, how are we going to see this division? By the way, there is a bonus point for anyone who can name the eight quarterbacks that have thrown touchdowns to DeAndre Hopkins in his time at the Texans. You don't have to do it now, but you know, next week come back. We know Tom Savage, Osweiler, yeah, Brandon Whedon, Yates, TJ Yates, maybe I don't know, maybe there's been some bad Brian Hoyer, uh, the other one Ryan Mallett, Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick. I think we're only missing one or two. <laughs> like, yeah. That's not a bad effort. Oh, David Matt Schaub, Schaub? Matt Schaub and no, Case that's Keenum. a long time ago. Matt Schaub and Case Keenum. See, that's a, that's a piss poor lineup of quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah Jesus. he is. He's but he's quarterback, quarterback proof. proof. That's a great way of describing it. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, how are we seeing the, this, the division? I'm going to see Jags. Uh, Same as last year, 10 and 6? Maybe a little bit better. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Uh, Titans, I'm going to see you have a... I don't know. I just I, I like the running backs, but the wide receivers still don't convince me. I still don't see enough for Mariota. Uh, and if he's is he going to stay fit? He, he no, he's not. Is it three years he's been here? Yeah, ne- he's been never, injured every year. Never been in had an injury three years. So yeah, uh, I'm going to say Texans above Colts. Uh, Titans still second. Uh, yeah. Um, Jags, Texans, Titans, Colts. It's probably one of the most open divisions. I just hope everybody has a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> I've also gone Jags, Texans, Titans, Colts. I think Colts uh, definitely improve. Titans probably slip back because the division is harder. Jags are clearly uh, the best team for potential if everything meshes again. And the Texans, if Watson is fit all season, are going to push them close. If yeah. the Texans have less injury problems, I can see them finishing above the Titans, personally. Big ifs, but yeah. And finally... AFC West. So, uh, are the Chiefs going to win the Super Bowl? Fourth and inches. Because last year they were 10-6. and six. Last year they did, didn't they? Uh, Mahomes Only is now in your head. <laughs> Mahomes is there, instead of uh, Smith. Uh... 
Hill is ridiculously quick. Yeah. Sammy Watkins needs to find a home where he can be good because he is good, but he just bounces around. Yeah, they have the best tight end in the league. Uh, I think so. I think Travis Kelsey has passed Gronk and he's the best, but mainly because he's always available. Yeah. Yeah, he's just athletic as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And Gronk just cheats with that massive spear on his arm. <laughs> but he's, he's he's not better. They've got good options of running back, so Kareem Hunt was led the league last season in yardage. Spencer Ware coming back. Spencer Ware was a decent running back. I, I'm sure there's many teams who'd have him as a number two option. Yeah, there are. They're... they're Barely got any injuries on the roster. I think it's only uh, Demetrius Harris, the backup tight end, who's actually got any sort of injury problems. Um, the, the question mark is, you're a team that's aiming for the playoffs, looking for a championship game, and then you've been off a quarterback who we know isn't going to win you a Super Bowl, but had been winning you a shed load of games, and you replace him with a guy who is going to put up massive numbers and turn over the ball 15 times a season. Is this? I said at the end of last season, I think it's a year too early. I stick with the fact I think it's a year too early. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be amazing to watch, and occasionally we're just going to sit there and go, "Oh fuck!" You know, a bit like a bit like when Winston just lobs the ball up in the air. He's going to do that. At the I end think this of the is day, going to be a lot of fun. Mahomes is more likely than Alex Smith to ever win a Super Bowl. So okay. if that's if that's what you believe, and that's what I believe, then you make that change and you you put him in place with those weapons that are there now and you go show me what you can do um, and it it works or it goes backwards for a year and then it starts to work yeah so, I think a lot of it all the players around him are young enough they're all young oh enough. yeah yeah everybody's young enough for that to still Ty- work Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins being able to stretch the field are key because Mahomes is going to want to throw the ball 30 yards every time he gets a chance it's how well the O-line holds up to keep him protected to give him three or four seconds for the wide receivers to get into place. If they don't hold up and he starts scrambling and improvising plays, I think he gets picked off a lot. I think if you were to have a rookie, yeah, I know he's not a rookie second season, but an inexperienced quarterback, to know he's got Travis Kell, Sammy Watkins, Tyree Kill. And a decent running game to, if it's all not going well. And you've got... You've got a decent defence as well. Justin Houston, Yeah, Eric they lost Berry. Marcus Peters. I'm not sure the defence is as good as it was last remember, year. Remember though, Marcus Peters, remember when he just completely lost it? Through the flag. And, Through the yeah, flag and yeah. his socks into the crowd. and you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sold on the defence as much as it was. I want to see Eric Berry on the field actually being Eric Berry before I think this defence is oh, he, as he, good as it could be. That first game before he got injured, he owned the Patriots yeah yeah he was brilliant I want to see that again because if he's not that good I think the defence has gone a bit of a backward step everybody else on that defence is older Justin Houston older Mm, Kendall Fuller people raved about him at the Redskins but when did you ever hear of a game where Kendall Fuller was the difference maker yeah I'm not I'm not sold yet so let's wait and see I think the defence is going to have to be good because I think they're going to be facing a lot of short yardage situations where the offence has turned the ball over that could be an issue. Kareem Hunt is going to get lent on like hell. He's, you're looking at another 1,500-yard season for him, and then this team can be successful. Yeah, I think it's it. If, if Mahomes isn't isn't getting the confidence straight away, he knows he can just hand it off to Kareem Hunt. Yeah, which is great. It, like we say, it worked for Dak with with Zeke and and various other 
quarterback running back combinations. Um, Harrison, he still finished with thirteen hundred yards last year, despite for, he went missing for six games. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, some enormous games. Yeah, he some, did. Yeah, and but. you've made a good point in here in regard to Harrison Butker. Yeah, so he set the NFL rookie kicker record with thirty-eight field goals that he made, and again, that helped the Chiefs over the line every other week. Like it was ridiculous how he was just putting them through and he's going to have to do it's, it again it's, isn't it symptomatic of having a Alex Smith quarterback that you, yeah. you need a good kicker because he's going to get you near there but yeah. yeah I think so I think it could come into play again um, and it, it was good I, I think I think the team was built for Alex Smith and now they're trying to build the team for Patrick Mahomes. This might be a year too soon. Yeah, well, I think it's gonna be. I think it might be a lot of fun. Um, so Chargers, we put out a poll yesterday saying who do you think is going to win the win the AFC? Patriots, uh, Steelers, Jags, someone else. And a lot of people were talking about how they are their sort of dark horse for this uh, this division. So they, last year nine and seven. Rivers is another year older. Uh, Keenan Allen is just great. Um, and if he had another good year, then he'd be superb. Hunter Henry, though, is out with an ACL. Uh, and Jason Verrett is uh, once again out. He also he missed last missed year. Missed last year as well. That's a disaster for their defence. Who they got as a kicker this year? Because that was... <laughs> you won't even want to tell me? Because uh, I've actually seen it. Uh, they have either got Eagles reject Caleb Sturgis... Or our favourite Roberto Aguayo. Didn't he miss a kick in the in one of the preseason yes. games this week? Yes. Yeah. Caleb Sturgis and Roberto Aguayo. That is one of the worst kicking rooms in the NFL. And the Chargers clearly haven't learned a lesson from there. What did they lose the first four games last season because of the kicking? That concerns me that they haven't found an upgrade on that. So well, there's going to be options on the free agency coming up. Yeah, there? there definitely are. That aside, I think there is. For me, no doubt that the Chargers win this division. I think they are clearly the most talented all-round team. We know Rivers isn't a clutch quarterback, but out of Case Keenum, who is going to be okay, Patrick Mahomes, who's a rookie, and Derek Carr, who's starting all over again in a a team run by a guy we're not quite sure what he's doing back in the league yet, um, I think Philip Rivers takes this team and marches them to the top of the division. Melvin Gordon was brilliant last year, and... If he pulls that off again, then I don't think there's any stopping him. Keenan Allen was also amazing on a comeback last year. Just really, really good. It, it was a year where he finally stayed fit. I think yeah. um, one of the biggest things that they added to this team was Joey Bosa. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I absolutely love Joey Bosa. And I think that gave them balance on both offense and defense that they haven't had for a while. Philip Rivers has always been, you know, I think he's, you know, bottles it a bit. But... Um, He's, he, you know, he is a, a decent quarterback. He is a decent quarterback. He came through, you know, that era with Breeze and Brady, and you know, he is a proper quarterback. Yeah. Um, and I think they've got a chance this year. Um, I think they will will definitely get to the playoffs. Um, I think it just depends on how Mahomes goes. I think it's going to be tight between those two. Um, Don't worry though. Geno Smith is backing up for Rivers if he uh, fails to continue his Iron Man streak of playing. Well, uh, I think he is now the league Iron Man after uh, after what happened to Manning last year. And uh, who was it who took over from Manning when his Iron Man streak was broken? 
Gino, Gino Smith. I'm just saying it's there. It's written. Um, did you know Joey Bosa has a brother called Nick who could be coming out of college in wow. the next draft, and he's supposed to be equally draft him now. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I really, I'm high on the Chargers this year. I think they've been a bit unlucky over the years. I do can have concerns over the kicking game, but hopefully they won't be relying on that as much this season. They get off to a good start. I don't think this division has got enough to catch them. Austin Akela, or if I'm if I'm pronouncing it right, but the of the second choice running back of the Chargers, I think is is a decent player as well. Eckler, yeah, yeah, Eckler. yeah, yeah, yeah. He he filled in well in fourth quarters last year when they took Gordon out because they were winning once they started winning. I think the thing for me, if the once the preseason's coming to an end and there's there's quarterbacks better quality quarterbacks available on the freeze, I think if the Chiefs bring in a decent decent free agent quarterback to back up Mahomes or possibly go in instead of Mahomes, that might make the difference. I still think the Chiefs are going to win this division. Mm. Right then, John, Raiders? Raiders, 6-10 uh, and ten last year. Um, so uh, now Gruden's in. Uh, but there's a lot of change so Marquette King the punter has been released Janikowski and Savecchio the kickers gone Crabtree's gone to the Ravens Bowman is kicking around free agency uh, there's Georgie Nelson's come in Martavius Bryant's come in so an old Georgie Nelson who the Packers didn't want anymore uh, Martavius Bryant who has his own issues um Amari Cooper, who, uh, you know, our, our mate Steve will spend nights alone thinking about, but has <laughs> never really... He had he has, like, two breakout games a year, and that's it. Um, you've got Beast Mode, who looks good, looks like he can be Beast Mode every so often. Uh, Doug Martin has joined him to... Uh, Muscle Hamster. Yeah. Basically to, try and resurrect his career again. It's such a, a shame. He was such a great player three yeah. years ago. Doug Martin was yeah. so good. I think he might be better than people think this year, but because I, only because I think they are going to basically split the carries down the middle between the two of them. So both of them will stay fresher for longer. Um, this looks to me like Gruden has come in and he's cleaning house and he's basically saying, we'll finish wherever we finish this year and then I'll build this team the way I want it with the players I want. If, if they can ten. find somewhere to play next year. Well, that is a concern as well. But I don't think he's remotely concerned with this year. Um, Didn't they give him a 10-year contract? Yeah, a 10-year, 100, 100 million, million contract. Jesus. Now, that that says, if, if, that's, if they're happy to do that, that says, go and sink your first year, get one of the top few picks in the league and build this team the way you want it. That's, and I think that's what they're going to do. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they're picking in the top three this yeah, year. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I agree. I think they could really struggle. Uh, I like Jordy Nelson, but players moving on from Aaron Rodgers don't tend to be very good. Even if Aaron Rodgers wanted to keep him, a lot of Jordy Nelson is Aaron Rodgers. Um, Cooper is so hugely overrated. I, just yeah. don't, I don't get it. And I think Carr will, um, Carr will get injured again at some point as well. And it's entirely possible uh, that he does. Um, I'm not sold on the defence either uh, because Khalil Mack still hasn't had a phone call from Gruden to say, how much do you want to come back and play for us? We really need you. Well, I'm hearing he might be going to the Seahawks. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure that 
that he wants these personalities there. Well, wait a second. The Seahawks are going to spend a mega amount of money on defence. <laughs> this this is, is a real change Shock of behaviour. Uh, but they have signed uh, Rogers Cromartie this week, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, safety. Uh, it, okay, oh. good. He's, he was, as a cornerback, he's pretty good, but... Yeah, I'm not sure he's an upgrade for a team. He, he's, he's a good young, player you can drop into the lineup. You know he knows what he's doing. That's about, for me, that's about all you can say. Um, I did read tonight that they've they've dropped their first round choice from a couple of years ago, um, whose name now completely escapes me and I can't get it to come up because the internet's decided to stop working. But one of their uh, defensive, only on my laptop because it's crap, uh, but anyway, they've, they've dropped him. It, it just looks completely like burning down the house to me. And um, I think if I was a Raiders fan, I'd be um, thinking, okay, if I see four or five wins this season, I've done all right. But, you know, a, a coach like Gruden is once in a lifetime. Oh, we're naming <laughs> songs again. Oh, no. okay, I see. Right, okay, I'm with it. Is this because I did burning down the house? Yeah, we're just four talking heads, so I'm not saying anything. Oh, okay, I see. Uh, but yeah, I think the Raiders might be on the road to nowhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move anyway, on. Uh, Broncos last year they sucked five and eleven. Um, they had all sorts of issues at quarterback, and they might still have. Yep, um, they brought uh, Cortland Sutton in uh, at a wide receiver. Um, They've lost C.J. Anderson. Khalib Talib. Thousand-yard rushes. Yeah, thousand-yard rushes, C.J. Anderson. Khalib Talib has left, but uh, they have brought in some defensive uh, cover. But where, you know, like, let's, how do you see uh, Denver going this year? I think they are going to be better than last year, but I still think they're going to struggle. That's ba- I, I think last year they went 5-11, Six or seven wins this year. Case Keenum had a career year last year. I really like Case Keenum. I know what you're going to say about Case Keenum. His wife makes lovely pancakes or no, waffles. Well, no, or I'm not going to say that. But I've decided I'm not going to talk about his waffles anymore. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Case Keenum is not a difference maker on this team. Case Keenum is worse than Andy Dalton. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, um, that's... Is he worse, though, than Trevor Simeon? No, I'm not. No, well, no, but that's not what Trevor I said. Simeon. That's not what I said. I said he's worse than Andy Dalton. He, My point is, um, Case Keenum um, was at the Vikings. Like we're yeah. talking about the Vikings, and now he's at the Broncos. Case Keenum has not been able to make it work anywhere else. No, Case Keenum is not the reason the Vikings were so good last year. No, and he will not be the reason the Broncos get any better. He might stop them crashing. Paxton Lynch was their great hope at quarterback they really thought give him two years he'll develop then we've got a quarterback in house for ten years and it turns out he's poo the only thing he's developed is really bad facial hair he's fucking dreadful it's, that's a really bad pick uh, he's been passed now by Chad Kelly and he's uh, now the number three quarterback they're on the really high on Chad Kelly aren't they apparently yeah, yeah I think a little bit of it is we're desperate to have a good story for a quarterback we've drafted Keenum's, Keenum's getting himself a nice bit of pay for having yeah. one good season and he deserves it because he's been you know all around the country playing for whoever <laughs> would give him a game yeah. for the last yeah. eight years or whatever so fair enough but 
you know, they're not going to be good enough. You know, the no-fly zone isn't there anymore. What do we it's think just... about Tlaib leaving for the Rams? Do we think that's a massive loss? Yes. I, I do as well. Bradley Roby is going to step up, and he's been the slot cornerback the last couple of years. I think teams are going to test him out. I think in the open field, teams are going to pick on him and see if he's actually any good. And the Broncos just haven't had that for a few years. People haven't been picking on any of their players, and now I think they're going to. Also, Brandon McManus only scored 65% of his home field goal attempts last year for the Broncos. It's amazing that he's kept a job only because he's been so good before. But if he doesn't get off and running in the first couple of home games, they're going to be looking for a new kicker. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how far those misses were from, though, because obviously they do yeah. tend to kick from further out at Mile High. Yeah, Stadium. that's that's very true. So but it'd be interesting to see if they're you know what range they're I, at. Because I don't have that information, but I know previously he was near ninety yeah. percent at home, and so something clearly is off. If he doesn't start the season well, they will look for another kicker. Um, and, and I don't think they can afford any more disruption if they're going to be competitive in this division. I think the one thing they've got going for them, Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, mm. maybe not the forces they were, but not many people would complain if they landed on your team. Yeah, proven. That's what uh, they are. They're, they're, Emmanuel Sanders the last few years in fantasy has really not delivered at all. He's been, he's been okay um, for me when you've dropped him and I've drafted him in. Yeah. <laughs> and... And and you know is Case Keenum going to suddenly start you know giving them thousand yard seasons? I don't think so. No. Um, As for the running game, they drafted Royce Freeman, and I saw a little bit of Royce Freeman in his college games. They are going. He is going to be. Is it the phrase is the bell cow? They are basically going to just keep handing him the ball because he is far and away the best running back on the roster. How well he does when he's got it, I think. He might be a slow starter. I don't think he's going to be Kareem Hunt and Dalvin Cook, but he might be a good fit as a replacement for CJ Anderson, who quietly compiled 1,000 yards last year without ever being anyone's first-choice running back. I think I made it very loud about the fact that he got 1,000 <laughs> yards. <laughs> but yeah, well, well, uh, Devontae Booker is someone who never really got a chance there. Yes, because he's not very good. But they had, they've, they had... You know, Notion Moreno was was decent when he was there for a very short amount of Monty time. Ball, remember him? Yeah, but CJ yeah. Anderson, Notion Moreno. I think this is a chance for Devonte Booker to actually get some reps. Yeah, um, and I, I, he averages three point six yards per carry in his two seasons in Denver. He's he's just not that good. But he hasn't got he hasn't had many opportunities. No, he? he's a third he's a third down receiving back. I, He's not going to carry the workload. It will be Royce Freeman. It absolutely will be. They brought in Bradley Chubb, uh, a linebacker. Looks yeah, really good. Yeah, looks good. Long, you know, uh, alongside Von Miller. Yeah, yeah. That part of the defense is it's fine. fine. It's, the, it's the secondary. I'm not. I'm not sure it's as good. They're going no. to get picked on in the passing game a little bit more than they used to. Well, uh, well, let's let's um, let's. You, you want rank, to rank the division? Rank, do you? rank this division. Uh, so I'm going. Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders. As am I. Chargers clearly on top. I've gone eleven and five. Chiefs eight and eight. Uh, Broncos six and ten, and Raiders five and eleven. I think um, the bottom two uh, should be pretty set in stone. Chargers, Chiefs. There was one game in it last year. I think yeah. it will be close again this year. Um, Mahomes did play last year. That's what got last game of the season. Yeah, so he's yeah. he's not. Um, He's not completely new. He's had a year working, you know, um, with the with those players. They haven't changed a lot around him, so he has been training with those players. So, um, 
I don't know. I, I think that the Chiefs have a better offense than the Chargers, so it's tough. Um, if you made me choose, I'd probably just go Chargers. Yeah, we are making you choose. There you go then. Uh, fourth and inches. Uh, Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. Well, I think eight and eight for the Chiefs is ridiculous. They're gonna, he's going to give away so so many turnovers. We'll see. We'll see. That's just my opinion. I'm I'm pinky, thinking of picking him up as my second quarterback in fantasy because I think he, he, with Hill. Watkins, I think you'll score some. Big yeah, you're going to get some big time. points occasionally. You might get some massive, he, he, like Wafflesburger. He could be this season. year's Deshaun Watson. Could, could he? be. He could be. But anyway, um, so that's that's the division. Uh, if I was to ask you to pick your, oh, you want to pick six, six, six playoff teams? Okay, well that's that, I think that's fairly straightforward. Patriots, we know, are definitely going to be in the playoffs. Uh, Steelers, you know, are definitely going to be in the playoffs. Jags, Jags. and Chargers, and then I'll say. Probably the Ravens and the Texans. Texans and Chiefs for me. Chiefs, Ravens. Uh, Chiefs and Ravens as well, yeah. There you go. Ah, fair enough. Cool. Gary, do you want to uh, do your fantasy picks? What are you, what are you, well, this what is the week? very quickest uh, fantasy. <laughs> um, Anybody think you need to go to bed because you're hungover? Well, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So... Um, so I said I would take you through the uh, the five best rookies um, to go for in your draft. So um, this is this is where I've kind of got to. I'm not going to go into much detail. Just pick them if you want to. If you don't want to, don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the enthusiasm has waned so, um, somewhat this week. So um, Saquon Barkley, you know, took me about two seconds to write that one down. Um, you know he's going to rip the league up. Um, the Giants have no running game at all at the moment, so that's going to help them massively. Um, and then Michael Gallup, uh, wide receiver at the Cowboys. You know, hearing great things. Um, you know, there's a big hole to fill there, and um, you know I think he's going to do that very well. Um, Dallas Goodart, tight end at the Eagles. Um, really good tight end. Um, I think the Eagles are going to have another great season. So that you know. Any tight ends that are in a positive offense that score touchdowns, that helps you. Um, I can't even read my own fucking writing. Really. <laughs> um, ah, I love this. This is brilliant. It's like watching a man on the edge. He's just so tired. Um, I think it says DJ Moore, um, who was a right wide receiver at the Pampers. Pampers, yeah. Um, yeah. I read a DJ Chark. Yeah, well, I just need to read my writing better. Um, <laughs> So, you know, we know the Panthers haven't got much wide receiver, you know, so if they invest in him, um, it is Cam Newton. He, you know, he does score a lot of his own touchdowns, but he, you know, he, he can be known for for finding them in the end zone as well. So, and, you know, there's only Funchess, you know, out there. So the, the touchdowns have got to go somewhere else with no Benjamin there. Um, and then I've really kind of... Um, on the last one, it was I had Ronald Jones down from for the Bucks at one point because someone's got to carry the ball. Yeah, definitely. So that's always good points. Um, but I did scribble it out at the end, um, and just I think someone to just maybe put on on your bench is Sam Darnold for the Jets. Oh, I think he might put up a lot of very solid numbers for the Jets. I don't think he'll turn the ball over much, and I think he might get you yeah, fifteen to seventeen points a week. Um, so yeah, there you go. Use it all I was it. with you all the way until Cheers. you picked Donald. Well, I had Ronald Jones, and then I go. I'd stick with that. Well, you... Stop! So I was playing Big D. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's it. Cheers, gang. 
Uh, I'll just put. A... Don't let your, the door hit you in the ass on the way out. If you go. Good night. I'll, I'll quickly go for some news. Uh, incognito. Uh, did you see this? Who threatened to shoot some people in a mortuary? Were they people of colour? Um, Were they already dead? <laughs> I don't shoot you, fool. He, he, apparently, he was threatened to shoot uh, employees in a funeral home. Brilliant. Uh, so, well, they're in the right place. So, uh, yeah, we're really missing Richie Incognito from the league. Uh, and does anyone see about Tra- Travis Frederick? Yeah, he's got an autoimmune disease. Yeah. Um, it's bad so, news uh, for the Cowboys, isn't it? He's receiving treatment for Guillain Barr. I didn't even want to try and pronounce it. So, well so, done. So, uh, yeah, he will continue treatment for the next few days. So, hope. Uh, that's all right. Uh, goes goes well. Let me see him again. But yeah, we're unsure of a return. Uh, so, fourth and inches. Do you want to take us through uh, a Cleveland Frowns? Yeah. So, <laughs> did a bit of did a bit of the old research. What just so, now? While you were sitting there next to me? Yes, oh, I thought so. I did. Yeah. Paul thumbs it in. Returns for another year. <laughs> so I'm going to play a little game with you three. All around the theme of bad planning. Oh, God, this again. But it's, I think it's true. So, who is the backup quarterback to Dak Prescott? Uh, it is Cooper Rush. Okay. Cool. Who's heard of him? Me, because he was the backup there last year as well. Okay. That's Fair it. Enough. Nobody else would have heard of him. Who is the backup to Jared Goff? Sean Mannion. And again, because he was the backup there last year as well. I'm really sad. You are, yeah. Who is the backup to Cam Newton? Oh, that's hard work. Uh, the backup to Cam Newton, I can't remember. Taylor Heineke. Yeah. I've got Garrett Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert or Taylor Heineke. They're both on the roster. Yeah, I, I don't know which one is the actual backup. Are you suggesting that there's going to be some bad backup quarterbacks again this year? I don't know why people don't learn. You can't just reuse old... He wants to. No, but it's a new season. And At least he's given us some detail and he's not just... But it's, it's the Scott Tolzien problem. <laughs> it is back to the Scott Tolzien issue. I agree. And people aren't learning and that's what's pissing me off. <laughs> I like it. I think it's a fair point because we have to preach it more because teams still continue to do it. So you look at... Andy Dalton is an average quarterback. If Andy Dalton gets injured, AJ McCarron was a suitable alternative. They had planned well. AJ, sorry, if Andy Dalton gets injured now, who comes in? Jeff Driscoll. Is it Jeff Driscoll? On um, the depth chart, I've Drew got Stanton, Matt Barkley. No. Oh, Matt Barkley. Yeah, sorry. All right, Jeff Driscoll's number three now. Drew Stanton's at the Browns. He's ahead of Mayfield nominally, but he won't be. Uh. So, Cooper Rush. Austin Davis at the Seahawks? Austin Davis is not a terrible backup. He, he would won you? some games for the Browns years ago. So Austin Davis, Sean Mannion, Garrett Gilbert, <laughs> Matt Barkley. Would you want any of these, no. any of these players under centre? No, you wouldn't. This is what we were saying earlier about Jacoby Brissett. He's the best. He is the best backup in the league, I think. The most capable backup in the league at the moment. Maybe, maybe Bridgewater. Mm, I'm not sure. I don't like Rosen. I don't like his attitude at all. Bridgewater, if he's fit, is the best backup yeah, in the league. Yeah, if he, if he comes through the preseason, as we think he will, then he will be the best backup in the league. But I mean, I, Brandon Whedon still has a job. He's backing up to Sean Watson at the Texans. It's, that's that's dreadful. I'd rather have Johnny Thrash. I think, his little I think, but the thing is that there's teams that are leaving themselves. I want in a generation talent, mate. Up yours. 
there are and I've got no pun for it because I think it's just coming back to the same You're point. You're just angry. You haven't got a pun. We only come to you for the puns. I haven't got a pun because I'm just genuinely pissed off because teams <laughs> are leaving themselves open and they're not seeming to learn. It is true. Well, thank you. Um, uh, any further business or should we just You might want to research it next week before you get to the Cleveland frown. I did research. Yeah, just checking. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Thank My section came up. Oh, I just want to keep the show going. Damn. I want to keep the show going because I can see Gary falling asleep in the corner. <laughs> I want to go home. I'm, I didn't sleep last night. Oh, you're in with me tonight, aren't you? Yeah. So, see. any further business, guys? No. Well, sweet. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, we've had a lot of Dutch listeners over the last uh, over the last week. Seventy listeners in in uh, in Holland. So. I don't know how you're hearing about us, but... They're very wise people. Well done, uh, I've always been a big fan of the Dutch. But yeah, for those, you can find us on social media. You like a Dutch oven, don't you? Well, Dutch on uh, Belichick's World on Twitter, on Facebook, we are at Bill Belichick's World Podcast, and you can email us at World at gmail.com. So uh, get in touch and uh, say hello. But uh, this, for this, it's been a, it's been a late night, and uh, this has been... For another week, Bill Belichick's world. So until next week, good night. Good night. Good night.